in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. To a show called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hates, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. <sighs> yes, that's right, listener. It's one of those, <laughs> those rare and beautiful moments. <laughs> this is what you'll come to call one of the good episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, normally when we go, well, I mean, yes, obviously, yeah. yeah. But like when we go online, it's always like, okay, well, I say online. When we're about to start recording, we go like, okay, yeah. let's get some room tone. Yes. Which, that, is, which is your code yes. for saying we need some silence. And that's Chris Frey's deep sexual trigger he to l- start. <laughs> Every time he'll find a new and creative way to be a bastard. Yeah, he's kind of... Um, <laughs> Yeah, his asshole gland just gets completely engorged at that moment. Yeah, yeah. and weirdly, his asshole gland isn't actually his asshole or anywhere near <laughs> no, it. Weirdly. No, no, no. It's, it's actually his brain, mm. I think. His whole brain is his asshole gland. Yeah, he has a very um, special and unique mutation where <laughs> yeah. his asshole gland has actually supplanted his entire brain. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And he will then not only uh, sabotage the room tone acquisition period, as I like to call it, the mm. RAP, um, but then he will then when you do the intro, he will then do everything he can to derail that as well. And yes. I'm very and I'm very good. Yeah, you are generally. Yeah, I'm yeah. really good. I don't do that. Well, it's often maybe it's less like, you know, you're good because maybe like like a like most human beings, you have a mixed capacity for good and evil. But it, it's the idea that you're. The potential has been quashed because of him. Because also, he's... he's a bad influence. Yes. So if he starts doing something, I might join in sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. But that's not my fault. I no, think. no, I no. I think no. it's his fault. It's for rowdy boy in class. Yeah, exactly. Is, yeah. You know, everyone goes along with the rowdy boy. And at that moment in time when you're doing the intro, you're like the teacher. Mm. You know, you're the mm. one who's fun to derail. I'm, and I'm also really um, happy that that's the role life has forced me into basically <laughs> well I, I was i was very careful to say at that moment like mm. when you're doing the, the title when you're doing the that's what this is the intro credits right like a tv show has that's when you're the teacher but once that's finished then you drop down to the level of peasant like the rest yeah of thank you yeah yeah so you're only a teacher then but no but i ha- i have to be i have to be real you mm. know i have to kind of accept that yes actually probably probably overall that is the, that is the role i play in life it's yeah. like slightly Disapproving mm. substitute teacher. Yeah, well, there's a lot of disapproval to hand around. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably best that someone administers it. Well, also, I realised like before coming on air, uh, I made a very nice omelette. Oh, nice! Well Lucy done. and I ate an omelette. Well done with the eggs. One of my best omelettes, I would say. Really, that's yes. a huge deal for you. And also, now we were debating this episode earlier. You we and were, I, you and I, and were. we were like, ah, without Chris Ray here. The freedom to speak on things. We were saying, oh my God, we can talk about things we can't normally talk about <laughs> because he wouldn't understand. Yeah. To be to be frank. I mean, uh, we've talked about things he wouldn't understand on the podcast before. Yes. And, and he's done. And he, and he certainly didn't. And he didn't understand. Mm. <laughs> but, um, but no, there's a certain freedom that's afforded to us when he's not here. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> and, and eggs is one of those topics we eggs can talk is. about again. Yeah. Uh, with, with the two we brought up earlier today were eggs and mm. music. And music. <laughs> he doesn't like music and he doesn't like eggs. A man who has famously once said, <laughs> I don't really like music. I don't really care for music. No, I yeah. I Which think... is probably the wildest and broadest thing <laughs> I think anyone has ever said in the history of time. I think he may have actually said that at a music concert. Even better. I believe. Even yeah. better. I hope he said it to a musician, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I made a really nice omelette. Oh, yeah, this is what we were talking about. Uh, a mushroom omelette. It was Great. delightful. Yeah. With a side of peas. No eggs, just mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Cracked a mushroom. <laughs> um, and, and chips. Nice. Some chippies. Some chip, chippy chips. Yeah, some chippy chips. And I, <laughs> uh, I put them in the oven for the allocated length of the, time. The allotted period. Uh, and uh, now you you like a... Um, chip. A, a takeaway chip. Oh, for sure, I do. For sure, yeah. For sure, yeah. for sometimes I do take... And you're more of a connoisseur of like... Uh, probably. Yeah. Due to my problems. So, <laughs> my terrible diet. <laughs> uh, so, you... Uh, what, who does the best chips? I thought about this recently, actually. Mm. I'm, I'm really glad you've given me a forum. Oh, please. This yeah. is my soapbox to stand on. I think it might be the Five Guys Cajun-style spiced chip, actually. The Five Guys general peanut oil chip is very, very it good. It is very good, yeah. But the Cajun chip, oh, it's like another level. I really enjoy that, and I think it might be my favourite. That's a really good answer. Thanks. However... It's wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I feel that is the intellectual answer. Oh, I see. You want to know what my favourite trash chip is. I think... I think I That's think a great know. question yeah. as well. Oh, God. Um, okay, well... Uh, it's not going to be... It's not going to be Burger King. Well... Let's okay. clear that. Okay, one up. so yeah, Burger King out. I actually haven't eaten a Burger King in a very long time. We're not laboring. We're laboring under no misconceptions here. No, Burger King is just not even on the table. It's probably yeah. not KFC either. They're no, not, they're, you, know, you go to KFC for chicken. You're not going to KFC for the amazing chips, are you? You're not. It's not KFP. It's it's not. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky Fried Piss. It's not that. <laughs> I assume that's what you meant. Yes. Yeah. I did. Yeah. It's yeah. probably McDonald's. It is probably McDonald's. Yeah. The thing is, is that quite often I'm very disappointed with McDonald's as well. So, Well, I mean, I think isn't everybody disappointed with McDonald's? I mean, it is kind of weirdly a place that a lot of people go fairly regularly and are nearly always slightly disappointed and yet still return. <laughs> and they don't, I do this myself. You know, I'm not a regular at McDonald's. No, no. They don't no, know no. me by name. They know me by, oh, it's that guy. No, you know. they know you by the police code. They <laughs> yeah, have to yeah, dial yeah. in when you turn up. Yeah. <laughs> they know me by silhouette. But they don't know, <laughs> they don't know, when I like darken their door, they're like, he's back. But they don't know my name. And I've been very careful to prevent them from knowing that. Would Taco Bell do Ooh, a chip? They do do a good chip. I actually ate a Taco Bell fairly recently. Of course you did, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it is, it's a spiced chip again. It's got a lot of uh, connective DNA, I would say, well, with if the Cajun style. If there's one thing I think of when, when I think of Taco Bell, mm. it is a, a rich deep and abiding respect for Mexican culture. Oh, for sure. So, oh, for sure. So, of course, a chip is going to have some spice thrown on it. <laughs> I mean, I think the sum total of their respect for Mexican culture is, oh, if we put a bit of spice on it, then it's Mexican, right? <laughs> I think that's basically the ethos. But it's about a Taco Bell approach to, like, most mm. of the, design, the food design mm. decisions that were made. It's sure. like... It, <laughs> food it, design decisions. Well, it's always like... What 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 can we it's, okay? Mm. Marketing department mm -hmm. is like, what can we do that's new? And the reality department is, 
what do we have in the kitchen? Yeah, I think yeah. this is true for all fast food restaurants. <laughs> yeah. And this is, I think, a wild thing to me. Because, like, McDonald's is currently shouting about its chicken Big Mac. And I walked past the poster with my dad. And my dad was like, why haven't they done this before? They've had chicken. They've had Big Macs. Like, they could have combined these two ingredients. Wait, wait I'm sorry. What makes a chicken Big Mac a chicken Big Mac? So in the place of what would have been the beef patties yeah. in the burger, it's now chicken uh, fillets or whatever. I don't know, chicken burgers. But it's not, don't McDonald's already do like a chicken sandwich? They do do a chicken sandwich, John, but they don't use the Big Mac sauce or the Big Mac structure. Oh, okay, well, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so how dare you? <laughs> I, really, I really need this clarification. Good. So, okay, you could go to McDonald's. Say. And you could get a, what's like the base burger? Could you just get a burger and it yeah, like... Yeah, you, you can get a cheeseburger. Yeah. But not even cheese. Can you get something else? I think you can get a hamburger, yes. Uh, and so literally a McDonald's hamburger, it is a bread, meat, well, a, <laughs> just assume this heavy air quotation. Let's say bread, disc, cheese. It, yeah, no, br- no cheese, sorry. No, bread, no cheese, disc, yeah. a sort of, I think it's like a relish. Near bread. Oh, but, so there would be a relish even so. on a... A gherkin, perhaps. A gherkin. Or two. Okay. And a bread. That okay. would be the hamburger, I think. I yeah. haven't actually had that in a thousand years. So if you boil back, if you dial back... <laughs> oh, they do boil it. You, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way they make it safe. If you dial back all the accoutrements, mm. that's a word they use. <laughs> when I think of McDonald's, I think of a deep and abiding respect for French culture. Absolutely, yeah, gourmet. Is gourmet. My word. Yeah, they say that as well. They do. So when you go, when you go to a McDonald's, if you're like, "Hey, I'm not here for a tomato. No, I'm not here for lettuce. No, I want the quintessential McDonald's flavour." Ah. That can only come. That's different. If you want well, the quintessential McDonald's flavour, I'd say that's the Big Mac. So what makes a Big Mac a Big Mac? Then? I think it's the special sauce. So there is a sauce. There is yeah. a sauce. Break it down, layer by layer. What is a Big Mac? Big Mac. Bread at the bottom. Yeah. Unsurprisingly. Okay. Uh, meat disc. Yeah. Cheese. It's ironic, actually, because except the bread is it's actually like a kind of shame barrier. Mm. Yeah, they don't... So you don't have to touch the disc. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, you don't want to touch that or disc. Or really look at it that much. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hidden okay. nicely. So, sorry, bread. Bread, meat, uh-huh. cheese, uh-huh. I think some lettuce, special sauce. Oh. Bread, meat, cheese, lettuce, special sauce, bread. So there's two meats. But they're both the same. But oh. they appear, yeah, it appears twice. And there's a third piece of bread in the middle. Oh, and it's like a magic piece of bread that kind of has like the top it's really weird. shaved off it. It's yeah. like a disc. It's got a crust around the edge of the disc, but then oh. it's like crustless top and bottom. Yeah. So it's it's like it's like if you've got a bun and you cut the top off the bun and the bottom off the bun and you just got the center, yeah. the, the vertical center of and the you bun. Can, and then you could be certain they throw away oh, the, oh, the two oh, yeah. other bits of bread. Oh, yeah. for sure they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. So that's a Big Mac. That's a Big Mac, yeah. Yeah. So if you bite into a Big Mac... Yes. Are you getting any difference in texture? Are you getting like, uh, oh, there's a crisp lettuce, there's a uh, a moist bread, there's a moister meat disc? Uh, <laughs> Not a moist. Cheese is pretty moist. <laughs> <laughs> cheese is squirting on. Yeah. Um. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is it like a the rich... is pretty good, actually, to be fair, right? Was just saying something. <laughs> is it? Actually, yeah. Okay, I actually quite yeah. like the lettuce in a Big Mac. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know how we got onto this. So where are you trying to take me? Do you want to know about the special sauce? Uh, well, I, oh yeah, sidebar. So what? what is that special sauce? So from what I understand, here? it's a gherkin-based sauce. Oh. So it's got it's got very finely chopped, like little almost cubes, tiny, tiny cubes of gherkin throughout a mayonnaise base, I think. Whisk all that up. Yeah. It may even be like a bit of mayonnaise, gherkin, 
you know, and then you've got the specials. I think it's basically that. It's a very gherkiny sort of sauce. Yeah. The you know there was that thing a few years ago where everybody was going crazy for that. That McDonald's sauce. That McDonald's sauce. Because yeah. of that certain TV show. Because of that TV show. The show that you have to be very smart to watch and understand. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that sauce everyone was 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 crazy was for. Was it the Szechuan? The Szechuan yes. sauce, yeah. Yeah. Which came out, I believe, as a tie-in to Disney's Mulan. Is that right? Oh, yes. No. Right. You, 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 oh, no. Now, when I think of McDonald's, I think of a deep and abiding <laughs> respect for Chinese culture. Oh, my God. But they, just that as well. It's just yeah. a sauce. So they brought out Good Lord. a I Szechuan sauce. my eyeball a bit just from the shock. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> but again, like people were trying to recreate it. Oh, find the recipe. Yeah. So they were going like, okay, so what is the magic mixture? Mm. And there was like a, a viral... I say viral, but some guy claimed to have like a grainy photo <laughs> of the recipe card. Or, of the recipe card, yeah. But I mean, surely they don't mix it. No, in, in the back. No, Obviously, this is at the kitchen. I back. have to assume it came from the Very McDonald's top. testing lab. You wow. know, <laughs> smash cut deep like... underground. <laughs> I was actually kind of picturing like, uh, <coughs> was it where like Hitler used to hang out, like the eagles, oh, yeah. the eagles' nest or something like? Yeah. It. Ever since they cleared all the bodies out of there, McDonald's are like. This will be great for our new research labs. <laughs> Every time you cut to it, you just hear like a <laughs> and like black mowings and lightning in the yeah, background. Yeah, we'd like to put an offer in. What's that? Nobody else wants it. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this, somebody claimed to have the recipe. Sure. Uh, and again, it's like at some point a chef has touched it. I mean, I suppose it's probably also like thirteen percent magnesium sulfate. Yeah, twelve percent like ammonium sulfide. Well, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, quite because it's like you know, oh, we're going to make this delightful sauce. Mm. But then you've got to work out how to produce thirteen million units a day. That's true. Yeah. So you, that's not going to. It's not going to be. Mama's like... not going to kiss every spoonful. <laughs> you know, it's got to. Best way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. This is being made, this is batch made, industrial scale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but they don't give a fuck about ingredients. No, no, quite. No. <laughs> this so, is chemistry. But I was watching a video by popular YouTube chef uh, Babish. Babish, ba- if you will. Babish, yeah. yeah. And uh, he, he went through a few different recipes that people claimed. The thing be is, a... he'd need a control, right? Did he have yes. a control? Did well, he... no, no, he, he wouldn't. No, because no, this suppose, is it. I, can't, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever had it. Well, no, well, no, uh, no I think he did. I think he did. Oh, Somebody had... What a legend. I think some people had some. Oh God, if some people just kept it after Sealed. all this time. I mean, like, I say, like, is that good to eat? But at the same time... It's probably not really it probably food. never was. No, no, exactly, yeah. It's yeah. like a sort of synthetic plastic almost. But my point is, like, he went through all these recipes and people saying, like, oh, you know, there's a little bit of cayenne, there's a little bit of... And, and he tested them all and he was like, oh, that's pretty good. Okay. That's pretty good. But then he said, he said, however, I have to go for, like, I guess, Occam's razor. The yeah. simplest gangster is probably the best. That's probably true. I'm going to mix all the existing McDonald's sauces together. Oh, no. And then taste it to see if it's anything like it. And? And he's like, it's pretty close. <laughs> That's so wise. Yeah. That's like the wisest thing yeah. I've ever heard. But this is what you're saying. It's like, it's basically going like in, in the labs of all these fast food places. They're basically like... What do we have? What do we got? Yeah. We're not going to... We're not going to bring a new meat onto the table. Yeah. You know. And I think of all of going like fully circling back now back to Taco Bell. I think of all of the fast food chains. Taco Bell are the most creative because their bank of ingredients is probably broader than buns, wow. burgers and cheese. Right. Yeah. So it's like, how do we get a tortilla right, <laughs> and, and wrap it in, in like a new way? 
Like, so for example, I've had a Crunchwrap Supreme. I think that's what it was called, right? And it's like a 50p. Like, it's the shape of a, what is that? Like an octagon? I don't know. Heptagon. <laughs> Heptagon, right. Okay. So it's a seven-sided, flat. but it's much bigger, but flat. What? Yeah. So it's like a UFO of, of food. What? But it's like, it looks like it's been wrapped. It looks like a, a, an origami kind of Oh, specialty. it's like a pocket. It's yeah, like yeah, a, like a pocket. Like, yeah. yeah. And they've obviously like, so there's meat and cheese and lettuce and everything in there. Sealed it in. And then they've obviously flipped both sides in a frying pan. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. And sort of sealed it closed. And then you like bite into it. Kind of like a burger. Yeah. But it's got like mince meat in it and like cheese, grated cheese in it. Oh. And, and some salad that's kind of, I guess, been fried. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, how did, this is not a taco. This is not a burrito. This is not a fajita. This is not a... What's another one? Uh, enchilada. It's not an enchilada, John. No. It's, it's not any it's of not, It's not a quesadilla. It's not a quesadilla. No, it's definitely John, not a quesadilla. This no. is not a case of deer. This is a case of what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a Crunchwrap Supreme. But, okay, so it's interesting that you describe all of that and mm. say Taco Bell are potentially the most creative. Sure. And you had me right up until the point where you were like, I think you bite into it, and it's got... <laughs> Mints, sure. Cheese, so when I say creative, less. I mean, uh, I mean shape-wise. Sure. Oh, oh, I see. They, yeah. So, so uh, you know, let's say the Crunchwrap Supreme and the Chicken Big Mac come out at the same time, right? McDonald's are pretty confident. <laughs> no one will ever expect the fact that we've put chicken in our famous sandwich. No. But then you look at the pictures. And it's still a burger. Yes. And then Taco Bell and Vale, they pull the sheet off their latest thing. And it's a fucking nonagon, you know, <laughs> like D20 shaped ball of meat with like 18 sides. It looks like, you know, you know, as a kid, everybody had that one spinning top, <laughs> the gyroscope. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yes. And it was, yeah, it looked like a sort of orrery or something. Yeah. It yeah, yeah, balanced yeah. on a piece of string. Mm. It looks like that, but it's got meat and cheese and salad in it. And it's spinning constantly and it balances on your fingertip. And like, it's exactly the same ingredients. But it makes the, chi- the chicken Big Mac look like shit. Mm. Because look at this shape that they've weaved out of, like, tortillas. You see, I had no idea that there was, like, the thing that makes a Big Mac a Big Mac is that particular sauce. I think that's true. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I don't see what else it could be. We see, maybe. I'm intrigued now because, yeah, again, it's like McDonald's, they've branched out into chicken. Wow. There's a bit of chicken going around. There's some chicken know. there. Yeah. You know, they weren't going to let the colonel have it all. You know, they've got to... <laughs> Oh, Got to keep him on his toes. You can't you know? let him have it all. He can't own chicken. But yeah, but again, that's that's interesting to me. Mm. When you're like, hey, McDonald's, they bet they must do a chicken sandwich, and they do. Yeah. Hey, and probably, is it spicy? No, it's not. Oh, no, it's very it's very inert. If it's just like a battered chicken fillet. Because if you go to KFC, you can get a a zing a, a, zinger. a, a zinger. Yeah. That's yeah. spicy. That's, well, that's a spicy, spicy chicken actually. sandwich, isn't that's it? That's a yeah. spicy chicken sandwich. Because I didn't know. But apparently, in America in particular, maybe they had to dumb it down for our kind of British palate. Probably. But like in America, when they often talk about a like a, a crispy chicken sandwich yeah. from, a, from a fast food place, it is kind of synonymous with being a spicy chicken sandwich. Is that right? Yes. This I didn't know. No, I, I've, I've watched people eat... Things on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's, it's and I'm pretty sure YouTube suggests that to you now. <laughs> well, apparently, if you are a, if you are a connoisseur of a a kind of crispy chicken sandwich, oh. you've got to have a you can tolerate the heat. That's what people want from it. Yeah. KFC have popularized or at least specialized the idea of a chicken sandwich without meat, and they'd like to have chicken in the place of bread. Sorry, not without meat, without bread. Oh, I see what you mean. They'd yeah, like yeah. to have chicken in the place of bread, so they have a chicken piece, and then they have some sort of meat and cheese filling. And then they have another piece of chicken. Was that was that KFC? That was KFC. Mm, and I don't think it made it over here because we are human beings, if you will. Mm. 
<laughs> I have a horrible feeling I've mentioned... With laws. <laughs> well, I have a horrible feeling I've mentioned this before, but in in the UK, because mm. we're pretty much the same age, aren't we? Sure. Give yeah. or take a few months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, we grew up in the UK, you know, at the same time. Yeah. So, like, when the millennium rolled around, mm. kind of like the biggest thing on our weird little kind of just barren little island was the Millennium Dome. Yes. Yeah, big deal. Big dome. First buildings have a roof in the UK, you know. <laughs> yeah. We were very excited. I was very know? jealous. Yeah, I was very cold. Yeah, yeah knee deep in water as I was at the time. <laughs> so that was a big deal, the Millennium Dome. Mm. C- come to London town and and it's just an exhibit. We're seeing in this significant astronomical, calendarial, that's a word, moment. And what we're going to do, we're going to make a dome. We're going to make a big white dome in the middle of town. Did you go? I did go, yes. Oh, interesting. I have very little memory of it. I remember I remember two things. I remember that it was like when you stepped inside, it looked like a sort of uh, science museum. Sure, yeah. Like just sort of stuff and interactive exhibits and everything in every direction. And then the only exhibit, it's the second thing I remember, the only exhibit I remember is a room where you could sort of lay on various weirdly moulded shaped pieces of plastic, which were ostensibly furniture, Okay. Um, and listen to a piece of music that wouldn't repeat for like 75,000 years or something. And it, it just sounded absolute like Absolute banger. <laughs> That's what it was for like ever. And I don't know if it's still playing now. I guess it probably is somewhere. I realise now, this is why I'm glad Chris Ray is in here. We couldn't even <laughs> talk about that. We couldn't even touch that subject. <laughs> The contempt. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I feel contempt for I mean, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm angry about it, to be honest, yeah. I sat in there for about two minutes and mm. listened to it, and I was like, oh, it hasn't repeated in those two No, minutes, I haven't so. enjoyed it either. No, no, fundamentally. No. But did you go? No, I didn't. Oh. I really wanted to, but we didn't. I would say you missed out, but I have no idea if you yeah. did. I can't remember anything. The reason I bring it up is I vividly, to this day, like I've forgotten childhood, precious childhood memories to store this memory. This. Yeah. <laughs> the McDonald's advertising campaign. Around the Millennium Dome. Did they have a McDonald's in the dome? They must have done. I guess so. So they have this big thing about like... McDonald's. <laughs> That's what they said probably, right? They probably did, yeah. yeah. But it's this big thing about like, uh, oh, it's, it's, it's the new millennium. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. And the dome. And the, the dome, guys. It's the future. Get on board with the dome. But they have this whole series of ads about like... Just the fact that there was a McDonald's in the Millennium Dome. Wow. And I vividly remember, vividly remember one ad where they're showing all these incredible things like, and I can't remember what the fuck, maybe those words, I can't remember, but it's like, look at this, look at this great exhibition for the modern era. Like, oh, look at that, look at that, look at that. And then it was like an old man ordering from McDonald's. Ah, oh, the heartstrings. Here we and, go. Well, no, because he, he orders, he orders like a Big Mac, shall we say. Let's say. And, and then I vividly remember, he goes, do you have a knife and fork? And then some little shit-eating child next to him just kind of picks up his burger and just kind of smirks at the camera and then walks off. And that was the ad. That's not a good ad. Well, again, I'm still talking about I suppose you now, are. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but you're not eating at McDonald's. No. <laughs> it hasn't really worked. Haven't eaten at McDonald's since 2004. And how'd you feel? Less nauseous than I did <laughs> after the last time I ate at McDonald's. Um, let's just go back to the dome for a second. Though. Sure, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How wild is it <laughs> that they just made a dome? It's just like, of all the things you could have done 
to see yeah. in the millennium. Let's just make let's make a dome. Let's make a dome. Let's make yeah. a big dome in the middle of town. And then I was kind of I remember as a young person being quite shocked when they packed it up. Yeah. And I was like, the millennium's not over. It's only beginning. They're <laughs> done with the dome. I was like, oh, the the, the Millennium Dome. It's going to be incredible. What this is what's weird, yeah. isn't it? Because like, because surely the idea of seeing in the Millennium is yeah. to build something permanent that forever remembers and commemorates the fact that human society has lasted think, this yeah, long. Yeah, but it was very much a temporary thing. Yeah. And now it, it's back again. It became. Don't worry. The Ogsu Arena. Yeah, is that correct? Yes, that's right. And speaking of things that uh, are permanent and will last another thousand years, didn't a section of the O2 Arena collapse because of? Wind. Wind blew the, some of the roof off. Yeah. Because it turns out, I always sort of looked at the dome and thought, it's kind of like a big tent. Turns out it is mm. like a big tent. That's basically fabric over the top of it, which is mental as well. Uh, and also, who'd have thought there was space right in the middle of London? Very centre, like on the edge of the Thames. Very yeah. middle of London to build a big old dome. What was there before? Uh, what did they tear down for that dome? Probably a warehouse. Probably a warehouse, yeah. Well, the thing is like... Filled we, with dome building materials. Well, the thing is like we go to like uh, the Excel Centre mm. for comic conventions. Massive building. And like... It's 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 nearly a kilometre long. It's massive. Mm. But like there's a great big just derelict building fair, opposite it. Yeah. Just smash it down. Oh, that's not far, I think. Well, from... it's, it's, it is outside of the city centre. Yeah. It's wild that you could build a dome the size of that dome in the very yeah. fucking centre of London. That's pretty mental. Someone yeah. really wanted that dome built. <laughs> and I'm glad it's there. I'm wasn't, really glad that dome's there. Wasn't that dome in the opening of The World Is Not Enough? Yes. I believe Pierce Bronholm slid down the dome does he uh, fall off a hot air balloon or something? Or yeah, a, probably. Or a helicopter <laughs> An invisible or hot yeah. air balloon. Uh, yeah, and then he slides down it and then lands on a speedboat or something and then goes off through the Thames. It's definitely a speedboat. And then boat. I think the boat goes underwater. Because, like, Pierce Bronze, Bronston? What's his name? Pierce Bronston. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Bronholm. stupid Bronholm. Name, but now yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. But he had a thing, didn't he, of like adjusting his tie yes. in the middle of a yeah, chaotic scene. He's in, a, he's in a, like a like a stealth speedboat, and he goes underwater and he adjusts his tie underwater, which is it was great. And I always remember in a, great cinema. In, a, in a in a cinematic <laughs> reference that definitely has not become dated no. in any way. At the time, because I think I came out well, obviously around the time of the millennium, so kind of like two thousand, nineteen ninety nine. Let's get the maybe. dome in. Yeah. Someone said to the script. Well, quite. Yeah, probably a subtle bit of cross promotion mm. kind of thing. Get the dome in. But at the time, there was a very popular reali- early reality TV show on the on UK television. Okay. Or about uh, I was going to say traffic cops, but they're not traffic cops. Like uh, traffic wardens. Oh sure, right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So like you're parking in the wrong place, get a ticket, that sort of thing. Yeah. And modern heroes. Modern honest. heroes. Yeah. But this guy who was on that show because he was just a traffic warden became a minor celebrity. Right. Because he enjoyed his job, I guess. Wow. And so, of course, he looked like a bit of a villain. Because yes, he was like, yes. he'd be joking to the camera going like, uh, oh, another one. Going to catch some shit today. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And yeah. and he probably, because it was the nascent days of reality TV, yes. had no fucking idea <laughs> that, yeah, this camera crew that's following you in good faith is going to make you look like an absolute... Oh, yeah. Loser. I'm sure he would hope that he would be represented very well. So apparently, but in that scene where where Brosnan is, uh, Broswing is, is, is chasing somebody through along the Thames. In on his, his boat. Stel- yeah, in his stealth speedboat. 
There is a cameo <gasps> from that guy no way. from Traffic Warden, and he's on a and he's on a bridge, and he's given a car a ticket, and Pierce Brosnan makes a massive wave in his speedboat, <laughs> and it drenches this guy. That's brilliant. And that guy, I remember reading about it. That guy maintained they did not tell him he was going to get soaked. He was going to soak him with a wave. I mean, the thing is, right? Yeah, is that surely Bronholm didn't soak him. That was probably a jet of water yeah. off the side of the camera. Yes. So it's like you go on set, and <laughs> there's this machine that's called like H two. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Like, what's, what's that? that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. It just says like wave generator five thousand. Don't stand too close. So, uh, Justin, thanks for joining us. Uh, okay, camera's setting up here. So you see those marks on the floor? Yeah. Just stay in that area, and we just want you to just be yourself. Don't worry about it. Just walk up and uh, just kind of this car's parked incorrect incorrectly, right? And that's what you got to just, do. Just write something in your in your in your notebook and start preparing a ticket. Yeah. Um. No, that sounds great. I'm totally on board. What is that, by the way? Yeah, why? You know the markings on the floor you said to look out for. Why does it say splash zone? <laughs> why is, is that? Don't worry about that. <laughs> just, uh, just do your thing. Yeah, and, like, and just to the right of the camera, there is this this kind of like ex-military ordinance, kind of like, yeah. and there's like thirteen technicians, kind of, and like... it's got a face, and it's really angry. It's like a mecca. Its eyes are like red, and its mouth is agape, and there's water just dripping from its mouth. And there's these massive like bellows. <laughs> what, what, what is that? Don't worry about, about that. it. No, 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 Gareth, no. don't yeah. pay attention to that. <laughs> it it looks very angry though. Yeah, I I feel. Is it is it pointing at me? It looks angry at me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I, I. It's it's fine. Yeah, Gareth, do your job. <laughs> yeah. And we see he had, he had a collapse lung when that thing hit him. <laughs> And rightly so. And rightly so. <laughs> so my question to you is: Oh yeah, sure. When you eat a McDonald's chip, here we go. Uh, it, is it soft? Are there any? Uh, have you ever eaten McDonald's chips and gone? There was a bit of crunch there. Um, rarely. No. I'd say the very, very freshest chip from the fryer, which you're very lucky to get if it hasn't been sat on the warmy yeah. plate for a while or whatever. Very freshest. There might be the slightest bit of crunch, and but that's all right. Are they meant to be crunchy? I do, think do people they are. Want that crunch. I think they want a slight crunch. Because whenever I think of like, no one wants a soggy chip. But and yeah, when and I yeah. think when I think of Macadies, ninety percent. I um, think of a Wambly chip. They are a honest. bit. Yeah, they're still some of the best though, which is wild. Because maybe maybe we are spo- maybe we, what's the opposite of spoiled? I don't know. Deprived. Maybe our, our bar is so low because yeah. everyone else's chips are shit. Mm. And it's like if you're going to take away my intellectual choice of letting me have the Cajun style Five Guys chip, which I understand, you want, you yeah, want, you yeah, want yeah. me to give That's me the a best smart choice. Trash we're not chip. we're not interested in the smart choice. No. Against all of what I want to say, it probably is McDonald's because I don't I don't see anyone else coming close. But I'm thinking now. I like a Five Guys chip. Sure. However, Absolutely, I do. I think even they are not the are not the crispest. No, chips. maybe not the crispest. But do you know what is? Do you have an answer? No. The only reason I bring it up is that when I made an omelet earlier, I scabbed oh. myself in the roof of my mouth with a particularly sharp, sharp chip. Chip. Yeah. And there you have it. Is the yeah. danger of what of a sharp chip? Of well, a, indeed. Of a crisp yeah. Chip. And I maybe. Guess, mm. Yeah. This is it. You see, to save yourself from being sued. Yeah. You got to keep them on the floor. Because how many, how many McDonald's burgers are crammed, unchewed? Into a gaping maw, like every day. Mm. Yeah, million trillions. Because if you're a busy, you're a busy person. G- uh, thing. Thing. Yeah, you're a busy <laughs> individual. You know, you got time to burn. Yeah. No, you haven't got time to burn. You're no. in a hurry. Money, money, money. Yeah. You're skonks, busy. Skonks and all that. Skonks. Yep. Yeah. So you got to get that burger into your mouth. You know, you aren't going to waste There's time no chewing. Time for chewing. No, no. it's got to be soft. 
It's got to be pliable. I, I'm starting to actually genuinely think now that softness is intentional in order to save uh, from potential lawsuits. Mm. I agree. I also wonder if, like, the general lack of colour and texture differences... It's is, all deliberate, John. Yeah. Yeah, it's all deliberate. Because remember around Christmas time, KFC were advertising, and I wonder if this is a British thing, I'm not sure, but a, 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 a Christmas platter... You could right. get from KFC, so it came in like a kind of—I was going to say box, but I guess like a kind of trough is probably yes. yeah. Trough spit it, yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think it, it was a an oil can <laughs> just cut in half <laughs> <laughs> to catch the juices. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, and and it had like fourteen individual pieces. Oh wow! In it that sounds great. Of I guess chicken, Christmas chicken. Maybe, maybe the Colonel's Christmas chicken. But the Colonel's not going to get turkey in, is he? For that special occasion. It's not KFT, is it? K- Kentucky Fried Turks. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good callback joke there. Uh, God, this is a good podcast. But yeah, the, 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 the <laughs> consistency is king. Yes. You know, the Colonel is not going to mix it up. He's no not going to do way. pheasant. He's not going. He's not going to do pheasant. He's not going to branch out into game. Is no, it? no, no. It's, it's a bit gamey. No, yeah. quail. KFQ. <laughs> it's not right. gonna happen. It's, it's not gonna, gonna happen. happen no. It's not. You're right. So he's only bringing chicken to the table. Yes. But he's doing so. Christmas at KFC, you're getting some chicken. Yep. I think so, usual. I, I think at a under duress, mm. they did like some roasties, like some roast potatoes. Wow. Because again, they're catering to a British market. Yeah, I suppose they just do that in the fries fryer or whatever. So imagine yeah. like a, a a kind of like cardboard tray that comes with like some kind of brown chicken. I imagine that the roast potatoes were probably cubes. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. come out of like a machine. Oh, so. of course, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, you've got some kind of like uh, beige kind of potatoes. Yep, yep. Uh, maybe, I don't know what the third, th- there was a third thing. I don't really I mean, know. It's not going to be sprouts, be. is it? And it's not going to no. be a sausage because that's pork and you no. stay away. Oh, my God. There isn't a fast food that does pork. There's no sausages, are there? Good Lord. Well, I mean, like. There's a gap in the market for me to exploit. In, in America, you could get like a street dog, couldn't you? Or yeah. Canada. Oh, hot dogs, I suppose, but that's not really. But nobody's neat. doing, nobody's really doing hot dogs though, no, are they? No, that's true. That's weird. Pork is the untouched meat. Also, no one's doing lamb. <laughs> that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Can't get a lamb burger anywhere, can you? No. I mean, you, you probably could at a restaurant. Yeah. But that's yeah. not what we're talking no, about. No, no one's doing like fast, fast lamb. Yeah. yeah. I want my fast lamb. But yeah, anyway, so Sorry, yeah. Christmas tray. Yes, carry you get, on. You get, your, you get your, your brown chicken. Your brown potato. Your brown potato. There was a third brown item. Say. And yeah. then they poured brown gravy oh, over the whole thing. Great. Because it's Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas, so gravy. Uh, and then they put like a blob, I believe, of cranberry jelly on I was going to say, I bet the cranberry yeah. makes it in. Yeah. So it was the brownest collection of items I think I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Covered in brown. And I, as a child, have gone on kind of woodland walks. Well, it's pretty brown, is yeah, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 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 I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. of the wood and the soil. and Yeah. Yeah. I went to a primary school where we used to have a harvest festival, <laughs> you know, and like, so we'd walk through a wood and collect wow. leaves. What a time to be alive. And that was not as brown <laughs> as, as the KFC Christmas tray. A beige meal. Mm. Goes a long way. Anyway, so the roof of my mouth hurts a bit because I stabbed it with a hard chip. And that was... In, we went on many tangents 
And then he circles within so. circles. No, I... But we got back to a story that was essentially about you having cooked a good omelette with a sharp chip. Really, it's a, it's a human... It's a human it's story. It's a human story. About family. And that... <laughs> it was all about the journey. No, that's why it's... <laughs> that's why it's good. That's great, yeah. That's great, yeah. Eric, who's got a hate? I've got a hate. Oh, you've got a hate? Yeah, yeah I've got okay. a hate. Yeah, so um, I hate it when you are telling someone about something and they latch on to the wrong detail. Right. Well, I can't believe that's happened. <laughs> I know, right? I know as well. I'll give yeah. you an example. Okay. Yeah. My parents were down uh, this weekend, just gone. Sure. And uh, I, uh, I I left my my deck of cards out on the dining room table. Well, Nick. They're surreptitiously placed, right? Hello. I'm just going to raise a hand. Go on. Politely, because we're having a polite discussion. We here. are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God, this is beautiful. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> tearing up. Yeah. Um, uh, was that your first mistake? I would say it was. Yes, yeah. I would say that was my first mistake. I'm just going to say, I'm just thinking now because you are, we're of a similar similar age. Similar age. You are a 36. You're 36? I'm 36. Wow, yeah, God, that's boy. coming up, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. Okay, so we're 35, 36-year-old men. I believe your first mistake mm-hmm. was uh, leaving an object of great personal interest to yourself. Indeed. Out in the presence of your parents. So what I was what what I was stupidly, very stupidly thinking is, hey, if I if I leave this object of personal importance to myself out, then a conversation may organically start <laughs> about a thing. Oh, it that, was a conversation starter. That was the hope of a thing that I like. Oh, that, that you're interested in. Yeah, yeah because wow. because I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be rude or no, mean. No, no. But no. I would say 97.5 percent of the time we talk about their stuff. Yes, <laughs> right. Because that's. They, you know, look, they've raised you from yes. a child. I need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Sit down and listen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is the dark bargain <laughs> that is wrought when, 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 when you have children. Because yes. it's like, they've seen you shitting yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I genuinely feel... Out this, of control. This is the, shit everywhere. This is the trump card that all parents hold <laughs> against you. They have seen you shitting yourself and have probably wiped your ass on multiple occasions. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They have seen my anus. We have nothing. <laughs> we, nothing. Are, we are defenseless. And on top of that, yeah, yeah. they probably... They they built their own audience for their stories. This yes. Is what, this is what yeah. it was all about. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what it was always ever for. Like, if I create him... I'll create him from my own fucking genetic code so that he will listen to my shit until I die. Yes. Yeah, That's the yeah. purpose of me. That's my whole re- raison d'etre. <laughs> right? <laughs> and what a debt I feel. <laughs> um, and, but so, so, so yeah, the fool, fool on me. Shame on me. Yes, for yeah. thinking that I could Shun, come back shouldn't have done it. a shouldn't, slice of this conversation. Shouldn't have done it. No, right? no, no. That was my first mistake, right? So I leave, I leave a deck of, of, of cards, right? Because I'm, I'm into this game of, of, of cards. Yes, that, yeah. I believe you have a deck as well. We, I do, We yeah. play from time to time. And I thought, hey, hey. This is cool. If I leave this out in a very, in a very like, nonchalant sort of way, maybe the conversation will, will go that way, naturally, organically. Yeah, it'll be fine, yeah. yeah. Don't worry and about sure it. enough, it did. It, it Great, did. that's wonderful. And Dad yeah. was like, oh, is this, that, is this that card game? You know, it's already a little patronising. That's fine, that's fine. I mean, he collects trains and he makes train model trains, but that's fine. Okay, it's fine. I'm not angry. I'm not angry at all. You've got a mortgage, all right? I've got a, yeah. I, I mean, so has he. Yeah, I know, I know, actually, I know. He has yeah. anymore. <laughs> paid that off. <laughs> but he doesn't, yeah. Spending it all on trains. <laughs> really? Anyway, just entered that housing market at the right time. Just fucking bought a house for, a, I don't know, a couple of pennies and just fucking rode it to the end. Yeah. But anyway, no, it's fine. He's, 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 I'm happy. We're, I'm bo- very, we're both very we're happy. We're all benefiting. I'm not this, boiling yeah. over with no, rage no, on cool, any yeah. point at all. Oh, are these your are these your cards that you collect? Yes, Dad. Actually, yeah, yeah I was gonna I was gonna tell you a bit about about this. Uh, uh, they're all in little plastic sleeves. Oh no. 
And I was like, well, uh, well yeah, yeah, because, you know, obviously... You know, I, You've got I, to protect your cars. I, you've got to. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, you know, I play with them quite regularly. And if I just, you know, in the cardboard, interrupts me, that must have taken quite a long time. Must have taken you a long time to take every card and put it in a little plastic sleeve. Anyway, and then the conversation moves what on. What is terrifying <laughs> is that I was going to make a facetious joke where I was going to say, oh, no. imagine if they had looked at the cards and then became obsessed with the plastic sleeves. This, see, this is it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like, it's... I don't even have words. And this is an audio medium. I need words yeah. to describe this. But yes, it's like, it's like the, the, the craziest thing you can imagine became true. I had my moment. I yeah. flew too close to the sun, John, but I, mm. I had the moment where they talked about my cards for about 27 seconds. And all Dad could talk about was how I'd, I was so dedicated to put all of my little cards in my little plastic sleeves. And then the conversation moved on. And that was it. That yeah. was all I got. That was all I got for the whole weekend. They focused on the wrong thing. <laughs> and all I wanted was a moment to talk about my interest, my hobby, my thing. You know, that's all I wanted. And I didn't get it. You're like, it's kind of like you're, it's like that scene. I, I feel I can see it in my head where it's like a henchman is mm. kind of like trying to impress the, the, boss. the boss. Yes. And he'll say something like, uh, oh, you know, don't worry, boss. I, uh, I dealt with uh, Callaghan, you know. <laughs> I, I gave him what for, you know. Yeah. And the boss is going like, you uh, dealt with Callaghan, did you? Yeah, took it, took it into your own head. Show, show some initiative. He's like, yeah, boss, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, the years I've put in, the plans I've put in, you know, and you see you crumbling like, yes, in that it's, moment. No, it's all falling apart. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, no. I thought I was doing something good. I thought I, thought I was impressing you. I thought I was doing well. <laughs> Father, I'm oh, boss. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the thing. I immediately realised that I had lost. Yeah. Like, when my dad became very focused on the plastic sleeves mm. rather than the cards themselves, mm. I was like, I don't think I can get back from here. He's so fascinated <laughs> by the fact that I have put every little card into a little plastic sleeve. And it made me feel very small and very silly at that point, obviously. Yeah. Because, yes, I did put every card into a plastic sleeve. And he's like, that must have taken you a long time. Uh, I was like, that's really not what this is all about, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's happened another time as well. I remember one time I was I was drawing. Now, as you may be aware, <laughs> drawing is something that I pride myself on being a major part of my identity. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fun little hobby. It's just a little hobby, isn't it's it? A little, it's a fun little hobby. It's a fun little hobby Nick likes to do with his pens and shit. Yeah, well, I was sat next to my brother this time. And uh, and rather than I was hoping, and actually this one's set up like the last one, right? This I was just minding my own business. I was just drawing. Yeah. But he showed some interest. He looked over and I was like, oh, we might have a chat about my my drawings, you know, and I was hoping for maybe a chat about the process. I was hoping for maybe a chat about the subject. About yeah. What what, yeah. Are, what are you drawing? You know, and instead, Phil was like, "Wow, you can draw really straight lines." <laughs> he was like, "I bet you could draw." Re I bet that's because of all the drawing you do. But I bet you could draw really straight lines without even needing a ruler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's what this has all been about, Phil." Like, like literally everything I do, ev everything I've ever tried to do as an artist has been in the pursuit of the straightest mm. possible line I could draw. I mean, really, when you break it down, like any drawing, mm. no matter how impressive, it's just a collection of lines. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you, when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. thanks, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I needed to hear. <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny to latch on. Like, I don't, I don't blame them, right? No, no. Bo bottom fine. line, they are showing some interest in my thing. They're trying. I suppose I should be thankful. I suppose. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I don't know. 
Yeah, but then at the same time, it's like, well, you really, really latched on to a weird part of that whole... Yeah. There was so much you could talk about. There's so many different minutiae elements that you could have grabbed onto, and you grabbed onto plastic sleeves and straight lines. <laughs> the two of arguably the most boring parts of the whole thing. I guess the sad part is I'm trying to find some kind of, like, story to kind of bring back to say, oh, I've been there. Yeah. But, oh, but, no, but really... <laughs> I, no, but really, I don't think I've ever even got to the point. I'd, I'd almost, this is it, isn't it? I'd almost be interested if someone picked up a wrong end of a stick. Yeah, you know, because I, we'll take what we can get. Yeah, at I'm this so point. desperate for attention. Like, like I don't know whether it's just like my my parents can tell can turn the most mundane story into uh, into an anecdote that will last like forty five minutes. Yes, yeah, quite. And yeah, and, yeah. I, and I don't ever do that because I am very conscious of this idea of of boring people with my life. But the counter problem to that is that I don't tell anyone anything about myself like yeah. people don't know because I either assume A I don't want to bore them because they'll just be bored of it yeah. or B I'm into some weird esoteric fucking card game that they don't understand yeah. how could I even begin to start telling them about it you know what I just won't bother Yeah, I yeah, just won't yeah. bother but I, I figured if I leave the deck out then at least like they can see it you yeah. know? I don't have to set the scene I don't have to build up this what this thing is it's there they can have a flick through them and they can go, oh, this is a cool... How does this work then? Oh, what's that? You know, they could have asked some questions and it would have been a more... Maybe a more yeah, open yeah, book, yeah. you know, for conversation. No. I guess... <laughs> Focus on the sleeves. I know. I guess, I guess... The hard part is... Did you set the bar a bit high? Oh, I did. Oh, I did. I, like, I, Very I, I feel like... You I know, shouldn't have started with a card game, you've, should I, John? You've returned to our, our safe little troglodyte community, and it's like, what word from the outside? What word from the upper world? What word? You know, tell us about the surface lounge. You know, and it's like uh, you, as a, as a our Icarus among, mm. you know, nerds, you flew a bit too close to the sun because you were like, I'm going to impress people with my uh, <laughs> uh, uh, massive multiplayer global uh, collectible trading card game yes. that isn't Magic the Gathering. They're going to be blown away by my 40-card yeah. Blitz deck, which I have structured over many, many plays and tournaments in no. order to make them most powerful and competitive. I, um, you know, I'm uh, married to somebody who came fourth <laughs> in a uh, Blitz tournament yeah. at my local gaming centre. I don't want to brag. <laughs> I've recently dipped my toe into the world of classic constructed Indeed, you know, the the more professional format. The more professional format. You um, know, and um, I've also bought a handful of cards online yeah. through a through a sort of market, if you will. I've I've used some of the money I make, uh, the disposable income from my job. Let's say job. My two jobs, because uh, <laughs> I hold two jobs, and I I'm quite good at both of them. Mm, uh, mm. And I I chose to <laughs> to spend some of that money on uh, some. Uh, Cards, very small, uh, smaller A7, I would say, yeah. sort of little pieces of cardboard printed on both sides. Indeed, yeah. And I'm developing some really interesting, uh, uh, dynamic, uh, some kind of card interactions. You yes. Know? Uh, my early game aggression is quite low, so I'm really, really hoping the later game synergy between some of my items and my specializations will really just. Oh, indeed, pop off. If really, you will. just pop off. I in have the a final quarter <laughs> uh, with various different structures and stratagems, yeah. which are, which I like to employ depending on the opponent I'm facing. Whereas I prefer more. Uh, I, I I've moved into the next century, and I know it's a little controversial down at the club, but uh, I, I use a an Excel spreadsheet with self generating bar charts. Yes. Whereas what you probably should have said is, you probably should have left like a hammer on the table. <laughs> 
Oh, what's this? Oh, it's a hammer, Dad. It's a hammer. I used it to... Um... Oh, have you been hammering? Uh, yes, I yes, I have, actually. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh. You need to prime the house before your parents visit. You're right. You have to leave, like, a set square... Like kind of just against the wall. Is it like yeah. is it like a breadcrumb scenario where mm. I, I I need to leave say three or four sort of uh, prompts yes, lying around? Yes, yeah. story uh, conversation prompts. Yes, yeah, but yeah. I start very low. So the first one is like yeah, like a protractor. Go start something. by the door, or maybe a spirit level. Start by yeah, the door. Start put a spirit by the level door, on the yeah. floor. And Dad you... goes, ha ha, son, is this a spirit level? I see Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas, I see you put a spirit level on the floor. Yeah. and by Jove, my boy. It is level. Yeah. I'd be like, yes, I laid this floor. What you need is, as you enter your house, you you have to paint this tableau. Yes. You you have to have a partially constructed door frame. Oh, I like it. As in like, and and, and what's that? I could probably do partially constructed pretty well. And you should have to the side a pencil. uh, At a jaunty angle. A set square. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe um, a workman's belt. Just, which is just kind of like resting. I don't artfully. have to have used any of these no, things. I can no. buy them. I can go buy no, them just for this mm, purpose. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what greets their eyes. They come in. Oh, he's been doing some DIY. And then yeah. when they look towards the kitchen where you are, their beloved son, yeah, their firstborn me. child. Yeah. And you should be rubbing your hands down with an oily rag. Yes. All right, no, make yourselves at home. I'm, Here, I'm just putting the kettle on. I'm just putting the kettle on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get rid of this old thing. <laughs> And then Swing over the shoulder. They make themselves comfortable. Yes. And they're like, oh, look at him. Already Rub- they're on board. Rubbing his hands down. He's been industrious lately. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's been building. Mm. He's been crafting yeah. a, a life for him and his wife. And then as they sit down on the, ta- on the coffee table, what's that? It's a little portfolio. <laughs> and what's that written on it? Nicholas, investments. Yes. And just have a line. Stonks crossed out investments. <laughs> just have a line going up. Yeah. It's two axes. They're not yeah. labelled. Like, even though we were told at school to label your axes. Yeah, yeah, Didn't yeah. label them. Just a red line straight they both, up. They both say profit. <laughs> both axes say profit. And then there's a red line with an arrow on the end. Yeah, and yeah. a little smiley face at the top. And just go, oh, this. Oh, it's, oh. <laughs> How embarrassing. Oh, oh father. Oh, no. Oh, no, let me. No, son. Let's have a, <laughs> let's just have a look. I always leave my portfolio out, too. He opens it. Oh, very good. <laughs> so you sit down and you have the most meaningful heartfelt conversation you've ever had as a father and a son yeah and you look through every page of this portfolio they're all the same and then <laughs> they're all just that and, crap. and he's so impressed blown away and then you turn that last page and it's um it's it's a flesh and blood uh defense reaction <laughs> uh ninja themed yeah blue cat's new specialization it's a, it's a, it's a three pitch <laughs> three pitch father <laughs> You just leave it there like a turd. And he looks at me, <laughs> and I look at him, and a tear runs down his cheek. <laughs> and he just puts his hand out to shake. And he just goes, you've done it. We've, we've arrived. <laughs> Fuck me, that's what I should have done. John. I know, I know. Uh, why did I talk to you It's first? okay, it was your first mistake. Oh, it's all right, But though. I can't go back now. We've all been there. We've Next all been time there. I show him the cards, it'll just be, look at those sleeves. Yeah. Look at those beautiful sleeves. I am so grateful to my to my loving family who have very who have supported me so much in all my creative endeavors. Oh, for sure. But I've never read a single thing I've met. I know, I know. <laughs> no, and I love uh, them all dearly. I devote at a, at, a, at a fairly young at the point at which I decided what I wanted to make of my life. I decided that comics were a major part of that, and yeah. and and that that was what I was going to dedicate an enormous chunk of my life to. 
And my parents have supported and bought every I single know, book. Just, uh, and saintly. But my dad's like, I can't read comics. <laughs> <laughs> so he just doesn't. He just doesn't because he can't, I guess. <laughs> Don't understand him. I mean, these are very good and all, but have you considered writing a book? <laughs> like a real book. Like, like actual, a real boy. Like actual book. Something yeah. I can be proud of. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, they are very supportive. They're, they're, they're so very su- supportive. So supportive, yeah. And proud. We're very, we're very lucky. I'm just going to take a puff on this. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I've got a hate. Oh, yeah. Uh, my hate is Tweed in my hometown. <laughs> I think I know why. <laughs> so we live in the most magical place on earth. Oh yes, Cheltenham. Hey, you shouldn't have said that. Cheltenham. It's been cool town up until cool now. We've, town. we've never broken yeah. that, but yes, no, Cheltenham. Uh, hey, I'm what a shattering the place. illusion. We live in the majestic town of Cheltenham. Yeah, come find me. And a few times a year, something very magical happens. Very magical. Very magical happens where uh, somebody sprinkles a little bit of fairy dust on the town. Oh. And uh, we get overrun by pricks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have a race course in town. A big old race course. A horse race course. Yeah. I just have to be utterly clear on that. Yeah, not a man race course. Not a man race course. Yeah, <laughs> Although not, we do actually have one. Not a gym, well. basically. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so very, very, very big deal. So a, a historic thing. One Chel- of the biggest... Race events in the country. Yes. It's not the biggest, maybe. The Cheltenham races. The Gold Cup. It's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Too big. At many points in the year, mm. there are races going on. Yes, always. But March is always the big deal because mm. that is the Gold Cup. Yes. And that is why our good friend Chris Ray... Can't be here today. Can't be here today. <laughs> He's we, at a race. We didn't even know he was back in the country. No, so up until recently, he was on a cruise. Yeah, he was having his very, very, very delayed honeymoon. I mean, let's be honest. He's kind of living the middle-aged, like, what's the opposite of a crisis? Uh, <laughs> he's having that. Denial? I <laughs> yes. guess, yeah. He's in middle-aged denial. Yeah, right he's now. doing He went fine, on yeah. a cruise, yeah. and then he came back from the cruise, and he went at a race. He's having a magical time, yeah. Yeah. He went, he was on a city on the sea. So we were like, hey... Hey, Chris Ray, our hey, good Chris. friend, who cares about the show above all other worldly oh, commitments. All things, yeah. Yeah. We were like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, chap. Are you back in the country? Yeah. And he was like, yes. Why, yes. And I'm at the races. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so our good friend Chris Ray is at the races. He is. Fine and all. Probably betting. Probably, probably betting. Probably drinking. Yeah. Probably drinking. Probably more drinking. Probably, probably just pro- drinking. Probably drinking quite a lot, actually. Yeah, I'd yeah. say, yeah. But the thing about the races is, okay, I'm not even going to dive into the whole thing about the races. No. You know, is it whatever, whatever. Races happen. It's, Sadly, it, they do. It is a big part of our town's economy. Identity. Identity, economy, yeah. everything. All of our buses have horses so, on the side of them. Yes. Yeah. So the signs began a week ago <laughs> where every establishment, be it a pub, be it a clothes shop, you know, be it a, a funeral director. They start changing what's in their windows. They do. Yeah. If this is how it begins. Everybody puts a big laminate sticker of a horse in their window. We get A-boards out the front of pubs yes. that say race breakfast. And I'm like, what the fuck is a race breakfast? About five quid more than, than usual. There we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's going like horse, horse crazy. Horse yeah. mad. Uh, and then it's like, you know, if you are a Cheltenham local, you know, and you've lived here a good many years now. Yeah, you know, I have. It's true. All the locals are like... When races come around, we fuck off. We fuck off. Yeah. Like, we hide. 
I had to, uh, Lucy had to go to the, uh, the train station yesterday. Mm. She was away on a business trip. So got her there very early in the morning. Had to go pick her up late in the night. Jesus Christ. <laughs> was not present in it, Cheltenham that day. It is rough. Yeah. Like I would not normally get in a car on race week and I would certainly not drive into the centre. But... It sounds like we're, we're, in, we're exaggerating. And we're not. No. Like it's... imagine... Just just imagine the most stereotypical fan of Peaky Blinders, right? <laughs> imagine a man who settles down to watch Peaky Blinders and dresses like his favourite character. Imagine Peaky a man Blinders. who's ate a box set, a DVD box set of Peaky Blinders. He's eating it. Yeah, he's eating it. Yeah, yeah. his name is Pete Key Blinders, right? <laughs> he, he has a flat cap on. He has a long beige coat on. He has a yeah. tweed suit under that coat. Yeah. And he has a very short back and sides haircut. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Now imagine if I selected that man with my cursor. And little boxes appeared around the edge. Yeah. And then I typed Control-C. And then I just held down Control-V because I passed out on my keyboard, right? Yeah. That's Cheltenham right now. <laughs> it's not an exaggeration. I swear to God, we saw 40 of them today. Yeah. And they were identical. So we, we, you and I had to make a business trip into town today. And I regret it. We went to our bank. Uh, and... As we emerge, like we go into the bank, and the bank has stuck a uh, like a uh, an A4 printout. printout on the card machines, going, "Please be aware, you can only withdraw two thousand pounds only per day, per day, per day." Yeah, normally you don't need to put that sign up. No, no, normally. So we did our business in the bank. Yeah. Then we left, and there was an army. Yeah. Of forty l- copy well, and paste. Let's just say it, lads. They were lads. Fucking lads. They were having yeah. a fucking great time. Walking, uh, walking. Walking a pint glass in a hand. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, a little tinny. Get some Heineken going. Yeah. Some of them, I think, just had bottles of vodka. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. all wearing the flat cap. All of them. They're all wearing a three-piece tweed suit. It's you know. Yeah. What was it? It was like half ten. Wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And the thing is, like, the thing about the Cheltenham races, it's either pissing it down yep. or it's boiling. Yeah. And yesterday, it was pissing it down. Yeah. It was know. it was a wipeout. Yeah. And today, it was quite warm. It was a bit So fucking... you're either dealing with damp tweed or sweaty tweed. Yeah, those are your two options. It's not good. No. It's really not good. And, yeah. the, and then there's the sheer volume. You know, yeah. one or two chaps in sweaty tweed, that's something. But uh, 70 of them, oh. or, or arguably over the whole city, thousands of the them. The smell. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to be mean. People can do what they want to do. But, but the, the, the hilarity of the fact that they are all practically identical is an inescapable fact. This isn't us taking the piss. This isn't us exaggerating for hyperbole. This is, this is objective yeah. fact. They do all look the same. But it's honestly like, this is why the locals re- retreat. Oh, yeah. Because it's like there's pools of vomit like on every corner. Shops close. Shops close. Like yeah. many, many shops. The shops that they know, there's, there's like, for example, uh, one of our favorite board gaming, tabletop gaming yeah. shops just closes. There's no point because they know that their customers won't be in town. Yeah. And that these guys don't want board games and comics. No, so no, no. Shut it, just shut it down. They just they shut down. Yeah. It's pointless. It's like, you know, uh, uh, literally, well, here's the thing as well. Yesterday. Yesterday. Was ostensibly. Ladies' Day. Was it? So that's a big famous day. What does that mean? Well, I'm not 100% certain. <laughs> because ladies can... La- women... Women are allowed to be... Women can go to the races whenever they want. Ca- kind of anywhere. But Ladies' Day... Right. ...is a thing. Capital right. L, capital D. Nice. And the idea is, even though they can come all week long, Ladies' Day is all about the ladies wearing very fancy dresses... 
and big hats. Oh, sort of this ascot flavour. Yeah. So that's the big thing. You so they don't wear the big hats any other time? I guess they could, the but, but it only really matters on Ladies, on ladies Day. Day. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Ladies Day was yesterday and it was pissing it down. Oh, so, poor ladies. But also, like because we live in this bizarre Hogwarts bullshit country, <laughs> it's like... Fuck you, Rowling. <laughs> you know, it's like you have all the royals yep. who aren't, you know... Criminals or the sort uh, of the tier seven, tier eight yeah, royals. Yeah, you know, the yeah. ones who aren't kind of uh, sweating. <laughs> uh, they come to the Cheltenham. What is it? Can swear? What is it? Can swear? <laughs> they come to the Cheltenham races. They sit in the royal box. Do they? You know, I didn't they, even they, realize oh, we had royals. They do. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. I take it. They sit in the royal box. Uh, they bet. I guess our money. Insane amounts of money on on the races, you know. Everyone puts on very, very fine clothing. Everyone's wearing three-piece suits. The ladies are wearing very fancy dresses, big hats. Very large hats. You get all the photography of, like, all the glamorous ladies wearing. And bearing in mind, you check your watch, those those photos are always taken before 10 (laughs) a.m. Okay. Before the shit starts. Yeah, because otherwise... It's not going to be a pretty sight. No. For anyone involved. And literally, I, I, I made a mistake of going into my office yesterday to work. Which you is idiot. By the races. I mean, and you could smell it from there. Good I mean, Lord. And by like midday, the local rag was sharing stories about how people were pissing yes. everywhere, which they do every year. We saw a man today. And shitting, which is a new high. <sighs> they found a human turd <laughs> and some toilet paper behind a tree. Oh my God. I mean, it's like everything that we've built for thousands of years yeah. as a civilization is just chucked out of the fucking window yeah. for race night, for race day. It's yeah. like, it's, what is happening? It'd be fine. Well, it probably wouldn't be fine. But, like, you know, Cheltenham has this kind of, like, slightly hoity-toity kind of Absolutely reputation. It does, yeah. It's a fancy town. Oh, it's a fancy town. It's a fancy town. Our Waitrose is a very large. We have a ve- we have one of the world's largest John Lewis department Yes, schools. not only do we have a Waitrose, we also have a John Lewis. Separate. It's, it's a classy town. It is. Supposedly. Yes. And then you get the Cheltenham races, <laughs> where the great and the good... The classy, the but this the, is the thing, isn't mm, it? Is that the races mm. have this like this like uh, persona around them of being classy? People dress in three piece suits. People dress in fancy dresses and fancy yeah. hats. It's fancy, but then those very same people shit in our streets, yeah. John. They squat down and they drop trow and they squeeze out a yeah. coil of of human feces. I don't need to see the Marquis of Heart to Heart Char. Because uh, pinching out a growler on no. the corner of... Uh... I don't need to see a duke coil off in the, on the corner. I don't need to see that. <laughs> a kick-ass duke. I don't need to see the Duchess of Windsor <laughs> impaled on a clay tree outside the local leisure centre. No. I don't need to see that. We don't need to see deliveries of teddy bear's arms up and down that fucking high street. From from our local chav contingent. I don't need that. I don't need that. But you were saying earlier, it's like if 40,000, and that's probably very low ball. I would say. If 40,000 thugs descended on the town and started shitting on every street corner, <laughs> starting fights, pissing in the wind, you know, we'd have the armed guard here. Yeah. Like, it would be... A national crisis. And yet, apparently, carte blanche. Well, come on in, lads. Yeah. Come on in and shit in our streets. If you're on a horse, do whatever you fucking please. Come it doesn't matter. Come on down and shit and piss. Like, so, Cheltenham can take whatever you throw at it. So, like, I d- it's, I'm fine. Whatever. Race is great. Whatever. <laughs> but, like, 
It's just the thundering sea of assholes wearing tweed. Yeah. Pissing everywhere. <laughs> like, we don't even need to. It's just like a social thing at they that point. They could just piss in a toilet. Yeah. They could. They could. They could. But they, but they don't. No. Is it a territory marking thing? Because then they leave. And then they leave. But the smell. The smell doesn't the leave. The smell remains. Not for weeks. No. And the, the emotional damage, I'd say, is, is greater than all. Yeah. Fuck. Mm. What what can I say except fuck? Well, anyhow, let's uh, let's dial it down a moment while I fire up. Let's wind it in. At least Chris Ray isn't as bad. He's not wearing tweed. Yeah, that's true. No, but he, I, he does shit everywhere. <laughs> he has worn tweed, tweed in the past, and I have seen a photo of him, and he's not wearing tweed, which I'm quite Today. impressed by. Yeah, yeah, or this week. Yeah, thank God for that. Thank God for small mercies. Anyhow, so to fill the kind of gaping void, I don't detect a void. No, it's beautiful. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> the seams, like the, the edges, have just like seamlessly kind of fused. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, uh, I thought we would do a few listener submissions. Well, that's a wild notion. <laughs> delightful, isn't it? You know, because we care a lot about our community. We really we, care. We do treat them wonderfully. We do. So, enemy of the show, Nick Gongzo writes in. <laughs> He'd love to know he's the enemy of the show, but he is. He absolutely is. Self-proclaimed. Oh, really? He's quite proud of that. Does yeah. he call him in this comment? Yes, he does. Yeah, uh, enemy of the show, yeah. No, I'll accept it, yeah. And he got in there first. To be fair, that's true. Yeah. Because we often say friend of the show. Friend of the show, Which yeah. we mean very facetiously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which, it's a very shallow gesture. So yeah. to get in there with enemy of the show, we're only going to agree with him. Yeah, yeah, quite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and why that. not claim it? All right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah a, you're, you're the enemy of the show. He's worked for it, yeah. Nick, so well done. Enemy of the show, this Machia- Machiavellian schema writes in and says... Um, I have a community hate that centres around Sonic the Hedgehog. We've got stuff to say about that. We've never really mined that kind of vein of comedy, have we? I think it's dry. <laughs> I'm a I'm a PS Plus subscriber. Okay. Uh, and this month's free games include Team Sonic Racing. Okay, yes. On the cover of Team Sonic Racing, Sonic the Hedgehog, Shadow the Hedgehog, and Knuckles the Idris Elba are, lo- <laughs> are locked in a race. Oh, wow. That sounds like a dynamic shot. In cars. Yes. This mm. has always been the problem mm. of Here the we Sonic go. racing yeah. series. Yeah. The fastest hedgehog in the world is in a car. It reminds me of how you had Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games, and Sonic took place in the sprint event against an overweight plumber from Queens and didn't win immediately. <laughs> I cannot work out why this drives me up the wall, but it does. Drives him up the wall. That's well, very funny, mm, isn't it? Now, there have been many Sonic racing games over the years. They have. Famously, Sonic Famously. R. Sonic R. Yeah. Five levels. That's all you needed. That's <laughs> all you needed? I would argue no. <laughs> Five maps. Yes. Five original songs. Yes. Everyone's running. Three characters. <laughs> Everyone's running, yes. Everyone's running. It's Which, great. of course, was the core, the very core theme yeah. of the game. You do have to go fast, I hear. And I think you could make a very good racing game out of characters on foot. Yes. And if anything, it would be something of a standing, a, a, a USP. It would, it would be stand unique. apart yes. from Mario Kart, say, yeah. or, or, or Crash Team Racing, because they have to be in cars because they are inherently very slow. Fat Plumber, very slow. Mm. Bandicoot, who knows what that is? I don't even know what a Bandicoot is. Probably a made-up creature, probably can't run very fast. Mm-hmm. Hedgehogs, famous for being very fast. Yeah. And of course, Sonic made that even famouser. Yeah. Uh, run on foot. Obvious. Sure. Put him in a car. Sonic has also been... On a like a, a levitating board, board, yeah, because yes. that was rad, I believe. Was that the name of the game, Sonic Rad? <laughs> I think so. Yes. Yeah, 
Sonic Radboards. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what that was. That was called something else. I mean, there's been so many Sonic games. Every time Sonic is put in or on some kind of vehicle, vehicle yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't mind Tails being in a car or a plane because no. he's often in a plane in the main games. Yes, He's true, an inventor. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's cool. What if we had Sonic Racers transformed or Sonic Team Racing, whatever the hell it's called, and Sonic was the only one not in a car and everyone else yeah. had to be in cars yes. to keep up with Sonic? Well, That'd be pretty cool. Didn't like a few years back... Didn't wasn't it like a kind of it was called something bizarre like Dreamcast All Stars All Star Races or like yeah there, Sega was, there or, was Sega or I think it was actually called Sonic All Stars Racing Transform that's what it was called which was really weird because most of the characters weren't Sonic characters yeah it had like it was like Sonic and, and the guy from Shen Shenmue, Shenmue and the guy from um, Skies of Arcadia was in it which is wild because that was the only other time he's ever appeared in anything and the guy from like Virtua Fighter yeah it was just a block. <laughs> It's like a Minecraft lab. Like four Lego bricks. <laughs> yeah, there was also, and there was like the, the, I think the woman from Space Channel 5 and like, yeah, all these weird, and the crazy taxi was in it, I think. And it's like all these characters from like the forgotten Sega franchises on the Dreamcast. And, but Sonic was in a car in that game. That was, however, a very good game. I did play that. Well, very good is a stretch. But was it was it? It was good. It was yeah. good. It was just stupid that Sonic was in a car. Why did you play it? Because I bought a Wii U. Uh, launch. And there were very few launch titles, and that was one of them. What's, but it did surprise me. It was good. What's the appeal, is what I find myself asking. Of that game? Yeah. Um, more Mario Kart style action when Mario Kart hasn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, but yeah, it's like, but you like, you like Mario Kart, mm. and you're also on the record as uh, speaking very highly of Crash Team Racing. Indeed. Yeah. Yes. So again, my, my question scans. What's the appeal of like Sonic All yeah. Star? Well, when you put it like that, fuck all. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you are waiting for a Mario Kart and you're waiting for a Crash Team Racing and you are hoping that a game with a lot of characters, your favorite characters from your childhood, will maybe fill that void, it goes 75% of filling that mm. void, which is a hell of a lot more than I thought it would. What was it about racing games and why don't we get them anymore? I know, right? Yeah. Like, I have been crying out for the next Mario Kart. I've yeah. been crying out for the next F-Zero and the next Wipeout. Because Mario Kart is like the only one that's still doing it. Yeah, F-Zero stopped a thousand years you ago. Kinda, well, the last one we was on a GameCube. They did that kind of Crash Team Racing, like, resurgence. But it was just a remake of the Crash yeah, Team it's Racing not like, before. It's not like the latest edition in, like, a long-running series. No, no one's... No it one's... did have new tracks. Yeah, to true. be fair. Yeah. But, but still, it was very much first a remake of what we'd already had before. Yeah. And then a few more tracks bolted on. Quite a few more tracks. But like, but... a character-driven... Mascot-driven racing yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. We we are finally getting an, essentially a new Mario Kart in the next this year. I think. Actually. Are we? We are. Yeah. Although it's basically bolted on tracks to Mario Kart Eight, I think. Right. Okay. But there's no point in them making a new game. They may as well just add more content. But in a way, that's like getting a new Mario Kart. So finally, it's happening. But it was so weird, wasn't it? Because you'd have like a franchise with nothing to do with racing. No. But then you go you'd like drop them all in cars. Yeah. And Mario is almost like. That you shouldn't compare yourself to Mario because it's like Mario's done everything. Mario, yeah, he, he at this point it doesn't matter that he's a plumber. Yeah. In fact, they've gone out. Nintendo have gone out of their way to say he's not a plumber anymore. Oh, he's a he's a he tech. is a twenty five year old uh, young man apparently, okay. and I don't think he's from Italy either. Okay. <laughs> he's not Italian, but he's still like Mario's done golf. Yeah, he's, he's done, done football. He's done football. He's done tennis. He's done tactical battles against rabbits. Yeah, you know. He's done it all. Like <laughs> He's done it all. Let's go compare yourself to Mario. He's fought in a martial arts tournament. That's true. Yeah. But it's like, there aren't many surviving mascots anymore. Like, no. Mario ate them all. Ticking, 
maintain his he power. He killed them and wore their skin. But it would be like Spyro the dragon and then going like Spyro races, races. evolved. I don't you know, know that that doesn't exist. I have a feeling it actually might. <laughs> but it's like, what was it where you were like, as a developer, where you're like, let's put them in cars. Yeah. Why not? You know, I, I kind of get it. Like, it's probably very easy. Well, it's very easy mm. to make a very simple... Comparatively one. easy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because really, the engine already exists. Yeah. Kart racing engines already exist. So if you just reskin it with your characters, done. That's all you need. And maybe some of the games reinvented shit. Diddy Kong Racing reinvented shit. Let's get planes and hovercraft. Diddy Kong Racing. That was great. That's a classic one. But then yeah. that was rare. So of course they did yeah. a great job. But like, yeah, I would say that Sonic All-Stars Racing Transformed and the new one, Sonic Team, whatever it's called, Sonic Team Racing, this yeah. is what he's talking about which I've heard is a lot worse than All-Stars Racing Transform. Right, yeah. Uh, because it's got this weird, like, um, relay race mechanic where you're controlling three cars at a time. What? You control a team of cars on the track, and you can, at some point, you can sort of change which car you're controlling. Oh, sure. Or, like, boost one from another one or something weird like that. It's very weird. I guess we've got to try and make it... Yeah. You've got to have something, I suppose, you've got to have a at gimmick, this point. Yeah. I guess, but, like... But it... I, it yeah. still comes down to the fact that Mario can be everything because he's kind of nothing to start with. He's yeah. just a guy, right? He's a guy who can jump. Sonic has a thing. Sonic goes fast. So why put him in the car? <laughs> of all the things you're going to do. Yeah, I remember, again, Sonic R came out in, like, what was it, 1984 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, turn of the century. <laughs> I would say almost objectively not a good game. Very bad game, but... Very bad game, but at least he's running. At least he's running. Yeah. At least they're all running. They're all running. It's great, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think you could make that work, and I think they should lean into yeah. that. Yeah. But then I don't think Sonic Team has known what to do with Sonic for a The moment years. they put him on a snowboard, like a hoverboard, I was like, what, what's this about? You've lost your What's way. this about? He can't use his legs. No. He can't use his inherent speed. No. Because he's got a chaos emerald inside him that long claw gave him. I don't know. But he swallowed. Yeah. <laughs> Which I almost 100% maintain is what happened. That is like, this is going to be in my envelope. Yeah. I know we've talked about this before, but it's like guaranteed Sonic 2. Turns out he's got the blue chaos emerald inside yeah. him all along. Fact. Can we just briefly talk about the new trailer? For Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Is it amazing out. we always have content to talk about for the Sonic movie? Like, okay, like, okay. A we, new trailer's just come out. We're on, we're on the record as having come down quite hard on Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Inexplicably, to pa- 2020. Partly yeah. for entertainment, partly for truth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, inexplicably, we're wrong. The world, Apparently is, the world is against us. I would this. argue yeah. that there's, there's facts involved yeah. here. My point is, <laughs> now again, you go back to that original trailer... For Sonic the Hedgehog, the very first Sonic. And the Hedgehog let's ignore trailer. the fact that he that Sonic originally looked like this grotesque kind of yeah, like taxidermied rat kind of thing. Come to life, horrible, horrible. Ignore that. Okay, the trailer was awful. It was a shit trailer. Like I genuinely like it was cut by an editor. No, yeah. not an editor. Sorry, an intern is what I meant. The to opposite say. of an editor. Yeah, quite the opposite <laughs> actually. Yeah, cut by an intern in like an afternoon. Yeah, like a really just bad flat, boring trailer. Yeah, really bad. And then you get the trailer that came out like yesterday or a few days ago. And I I, I still cannot say whether the movie will be any good. Well, no, of course. No. But it's a good trailer. The trailer is excellent. It actually makes you go like, oh, this looks fun. Yeah. This looks fun. But like also like, 
a good, not only a good trailer, but a trailer that sets up what looks to be quite a good film. It sells the movie. Exactly. Which, which is, is what not, you want a trailer to which do. Which is not what that awful first trailer did for no, the first movie. Not at all. You wanted to see it out of morbid fascination. You yeah. wanted to see like, oh God, what's this car crash going to look if like? If anything, I wanted to see that movie more than the movie I ended up seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I would. I, there's an alternate universe out there where that movie got made with that original Sonic model. And I want to see that movie real bad. Real bad. I just, again, like... <laughs> It's like they didn't want you to watch their movie. Yeah. It's like, it's awful. It's embarrassing. Bad Sonic model, bad trailer. Awful trailer. Let's have 10, lot of James Marsden. Lot of And him. let's have 10 minutes of just Jim Carrey unscripted. Talking to an And the man. director is too scared to yell cut. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Jim Carrey. <laughs> this is a dynamic, exciting, <laughs> explosive trailer. I was like, okay, that's great. You know? Yeah. You know, and there's been good trailers for shit movies, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it could still be trailer. But this no Sonic 2's latest trailer is let's let's be on the record to say it's a good trailer, and the movie from this trailer alone looks like it might be quite good. Yeah. It does. I'm 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 prepared to say that. I'm cautious. I I haven't got I haven't got some sort of bias here. Like I'm I'm just gonna say it how it is. I'm gonna say it how I see it. I saw Sonic One, I didn't think much of it. And I'm gonna I see this trailer, it looks pretty good. That's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say. It's just, it's just how I see it. I'm just, it's, I'm just. Hey, I'm just gonna say how I see it. Anyhow, <laughs> I like this. Take it up a notch. Sure. Oh yeah, energy up. Friend of the show. Oh. Da, Dan Daniel Hermes. Yes. Writes in. Friend of the show. Yes. I love it when a pet loses all of its dignity. <laughs> For when you find it snoring and twitching with its mouth open or freezing up when you've caught it halfway through eating a roll of paper towels. <laughs> Those little moments can bring unparalleled joy. They just have no shame. It's delightful. Yeah. Cats almost have this like air of, of being embarrassed for a split second. But then they almost like they walk it off to the degree where they assume that you, you just didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. So you saw nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. And I'm great. Oh, as always. Yeah. I agree. It's it's hilarious. Now you have a uh, relatively new cat in your in your household. A brand new cat. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Dashy. How long have you had him? Now? I think we've only had him for about eight weeks. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's feels like a, that's feels like a lifetime. Yeah. He's only three. Um, he's quite large. He's a chunky boy. Yeah. He is chunky, but yeah. he's also he's pure muscle though. Yeah, yeah. He's like really... when you pick him up, it's very taut, but yeah. also very dense, kind of like a neutron star, mm-hmm. and. He still, in his mind, is a kitten, mm. but in his body, he's a full-grown adult cat. He's a man. He's a man. He's a man, yeah. yeah. He's like Tom Hanks in Big, but in cat form. So he still moves and acts and throws himself around as though he is like under a kilogram in weight. But the truth is, he could smash a plate glass window <laughs> without a second thought. <laughs> well, it's weird because um, when I'm around your house and we're working... Uh, I get to interact, interact with Dashy. He's a totally chill, yeah, lovely cat. Yeah. It's great. It's really weird how big he is. He's big. Because my cat back home, Bradley, but, Yeah, he's a slender little boy. But I don't realise how big Dashy is until I then come to see Bradley. No. And I'm like, oh shit, he's like twice as big. <laughs> you need something to compare it to. You do. You yeah. do. Because yeah, it's, it, Dashy is just, he's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger of cats. Like, yeah. He's just pure muscle. There's a lot of hench. Yeah. And he's also quite long haired. So I think yeah. that adds even more to his size. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Because I flattened him down once when he lets me um, and pushed all his hair in. And he's a lot smaller then, but then he's still just as dense and, mm. like, ripped. So, yeah. 
Very powerful animal. Yeah, I remember him like stepping on my laptop and just cracking the screen. Yeah. Because of his immense gravitational pull. It was ruined. Yeah. It was ruined immediately. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, like, Bradley and I, we've had a long and kind of storied career together now. Yeah. Like, we've known each other 10, 12 years. Would you say there's respect both ways? A mutual respect. A mutual respect. I think we're getting on better now than we've ever gone on. Brilliant. Because, I mean, he did claw my face off in the first months of getting to know him fine yeah fine. like I had blood pouring down my face I like, mean there's been times I've wanted to do that to you. yeah indeed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's just my superior hunting skills that have prevented you from getting the drop on me sure let's say yeah. that but yeah. I know I'm getting old so yeah. I know I know I'm waiting I'm losing my edge even though yeah. I'm older than you I, I, <laughs> I'm waiting patience is your greatest weapon in this game yeah um, but no Bradley and I get on really well now yeah and uh, we got a good working relationship you know yeah. we uh, he'll He'll communicate when he wants something. Yeah. yeah. And that's it, really. Yeah, that's yeah. That's the extent of the relationship. And he'll also kind of like when he doesn't want something, he'll just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Like he, he's very he's a very independent, very private animal. Mm. Quite dignified in that regard. Sure. Yeah. So it is delightful when you see him just completely like, <laughs> you know, that when all that dignity just drops away. Just looks like a goon. Oh, an absolute goon. Yeah. yeah. He just kind of just <laughs> collapses and he drools. Like when he's really comfortable and he's like lying on the sofa with you. Yeah. He gets longer. Yes. Cats can get very long. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, isn't long, it? yeah. long boys. That seems to be like the, the measure of being like utterly relaxed. relaxed. Yeah. How long it is. It just stretches out. Because yeah. if it's a tight little coil. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm a bit unsure. I'm a bit, I need to protect myself. Like, Dashi can get very small, mm. bizarrely, into this very tight little coil. Uh, kind of like a human turd you might find on Cheltenham streets, for example. Very very small, very digni- dignified turd. Um, but then when he's very relaxed, you get this very long, mm. stretched out, kind mm. of like sausage of a boy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Bradley, uh, because he was a bit of a bruiser in his youth. Yeah. And because he wasn't very coordinated, <laughs> doesn't have... Many of his thang- his fangs left. Oh, he's a bit gummy. He's only got one fang. He's got teeth. Don't get me wrong. But his big, he's, he's yeah, just got one one big killer, <laughs> which is on his lower jaw because he's lost all the others. Oh, bless him. So when he's being particularly kind of derpy, he gets his <laughs> his lip gets caught on this one fang. Yeah, just stick it up. Yeah, so he he does. It's kind of the most dignified kind of look. No. Is what I'm saying. But it is adorable. Mm. There we go. Yeah. Got a love? I've got a love. Nick's got a love. I've got a love. This is very simple. Two words. Elden Ring. Uh, I don't follow. It's a video game. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 so video games are uh, uh, great. Yes. I like them. They're quite the growing trend. They are. People are getting into it now. Mm. People are starting to look at video games and go, hmm, Mm. this is worth paying attention to. Video games. Video games. It's not just Pong. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it hasn't been for about 50 years. Um, to think that, to think that we went from Pong to Elden Ring yeah. is quite a wild little uh, trend. I do like the, I like the idea that Pong may have been like the first FromSoft game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So for context, for anyone who doesn't know, and I don't know how you wouldn't know at this point if you have even a, the slightest interest in video games, but Elden Ring is the latest, one of the latest games in general, AAA yeah. video game. Uh, a fantasy adventure game set in an open world. That is to say, I can step out of the very beginning and go in any direction I want and explore one of the biggest world maps, continent, ocean, cities, abandoned towns, ruins, mountains, caves, in any direction I want to go and and just and just drink it in. Just mm. drink in this lore, drink in this world, just go wherever I want. And, and But it's also uh, created by a developer who has a, a sort of... Uh, what's it? 
identity, I suppose, mm-hmm. for making games that are quite challenging, yes. shall we say. Yeah. Games that are not afraid to have a, a man pop out and just slice you down with one strike and kill you immediately. Yes. Which is yeah. actually quite rare in modern video games because modern video games have become very fair and have become very uh, hinged on the idea of you not dying very often yeah. because they don't want to break you from the enjoyment of your Yeah. Game. Yeah, that's been the modern process. Like, let's not break the player from the game. We want the player to be playing the game. Yeah. So we don't want them to be dying all the time and retreading, you know, familiar ground. We want them to be staying alive and playing our game that we've mm-hmm. made for them, which makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm uh, totally on board with that. But the great thing about this developer is that they've sort of gone back to first principles and gone, you know what? Let's fucking murder them <laughs> all the time. <laughs> And they'll keep coming back. Oh, oh, they'll keep. Oh, coming they'll back. keep coming back. Yeah, because yeah. either they are a glutton for punishment, or they are desperate to prove that they can win, mm. um, or they just want to see more of what they've made. And it's a combination of all three. And I've never played any of their previous games before. Well, I have. I've dabbled, but I've never been a fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have jumped wholeheartedly into this one, and I'm fucking loving it. It's mm. really good, and it's. I've died probably about three hundred times. <laughs> That's probably fair, isn't it? And I'm it? very, yeah. very new to the yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, I, I'm, I'm just very grateful to be on the sidelines and just see this kind of transformation. Yes. Complete. Yeah. Yes, because... indeed. You've been because you yes. have been a hardcore fan. Yes. Of From Software, the guys who make this game, with their previous titles for yes. a very long time. Uh, uh, I'm also not very good to kind of all right i feel like that's my kind of i think you're doing yourself a disservice well but mm, you're definitely mm, better at dark souls than i am (laughs) well i'm not saying anything i guess anybody who's done a thing for a much longer period of time is probably better by default fine okay someone who hasn't done that thing. that's probably fair but still i would say you're probably actually quite good at it yeah yeah uh i like Dark Souls. Mm. A lot. One of their biggest, earliest titles. Yes. Not their first. Big kind of breakaway hit. But the big, the big one that sort of put them on the map. Uh, I love uh, hearing about the weird discoveries in these games. I, I love seeing people explore things. I've tried... I've played other games. I've played Bloodborne yes. in the series. Uh, I beat Bloodborne. It was hard. Yes. But I beat it. Uh, I tried playing Sekiro. Haven't been that one yet. Certainly did not beat that one. <laughs> that was when I was like, whoa, that might oh, be a bit much shit. for me. It does seem, kind of seem as though they were getting harder and harder mm. and harder. And then with Elden Ring, they were like, well, since it's open world, we can't really go as hard. Yeah. So let's let's try and get more people playing our games. <laughs> you see, I worry then because you're, you know, you're saying like, oh, maybe it's not quite as hard as it could be. Mm. I've heard other people say oh. it's actually rock hard. Really? So maybe you're <gasps> I'm actually, feeling actually good really now. good. Well, it, I don't yeah. think that's... You watched me play today. Yeah, well, you, you did die, die quite a few times. 78 yeah. times just today. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you have this kind of like rosy outlook where you're like, no, no, well, I'm going to get back on it. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. That's the thing. that like, I, It's quite rare for me to be A, happy to replay anything at all, and B, happy to lose as much as you're capable of losing in these games. Because the the mechanic that's at the core of these games is you collect a sort of currency. Yes. Which you yeah. can either spend to level up or either spend to buy things. And if you die, you lose it all. But yeah. it sits at the location that you died at. Yeah. So yeah. if you can get back there and grab it, you get it all back. You get it back. Problem is, if you die a second time before getting it back, it's gone forever. Yes. And that has happened. I had about 4,000 runes, which is a significant amount in this game. And I died twice and I didn't get it back. And it was gone 
on forever. And the, the first time that happened, it was very painful. But now I'm kind of inured to it because I'm like, that had to happen once so that I could learn what it's like to lose everything. It taught you a life lesson. Yes. Yeah. I'm learning. The great thing is, is like when every, whenever a FromSoft game comes out, it's really like find and replace certain key terms. And we yes. all get to go through this journey of going like, okay, yeah. so Dark Souls, <laughs> you collect souls. Indeed. Uh, Bloodborne. You collect echoes. Blood echoes. Yeah. Oh, what fuck was it in Sekiro? Can't remember. I wouldn't but know. not souls, you know. Yes. It's basically, you're always collecting a thing. And in Elden Ring, it's runes. Runes, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, great. Find and replace Souls with runes. Yeah. But then everyone just uses it interchangeably because... And also you have the bonfires. Yeah. Well, at least they were bonfires in Dark Souls. Yes. And then what were they in Bloodborne? They were uh, lanterns. Lanterns, that's right. And yeah. now they're sites and of Sekiro, grace. they were idols. Idols, right. Yeah. There we yeah. go. And every one of them is when you activate them, you can rest at them, you get all of your stats check, back. Checkpoint. Checkpoint. Kind of thing. Yeah. But by doing so, all of the enemies in the world respawn yeah. again. Yeah. But it's funny, like, they're one of those rare companies that can kind of like... To some extent, every game is the same. Same formula. That's an incredibly unfair statement because they're not. It's wildly reductive. Yeah. But at the same time, formulaically, somewhat true. Yeah. And and again, it's like, you know, in Dark Souls, you're the chosen undead. Yes. You know, um, I can't remember exactly the other ones, but you always have like a title. Yeah. You are in, in Elden you Ring. You the Tarnished. The Tarnished. One of many Tarnished. One of many Tarnished. But still, yeah. you're, always, you're always generally a very insignificant person. Mm. Something lower than a peasant. Usually somewhat afflicted. I think in Bloodborne, mm. you've got a disease. In Dark Souls, you're inhuman. In this, Tarnished is some sort of derogatory term, but I don't really know why. But in every way, you are kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Excited. Like, they're always like... Everything they make is like a beautiful, horrifying world that you would not want. Like, you're glad. To, it's, it's fun to witness. <laughs> yeah. But you wouldn't want to actually be there. It's a, like Elden Ring is a beautiful land, you know, colorful trees, yeah. beautiful sunsets, you know, like stunning cliffs and canyons. And then you'll turn a corner and there'll be a giant stumbling towards you. And you know you're about to die. And his guts are all hanging out. And he's got this weird face and he doesn't look like anything you've ever seen before. And it's both vile, disgusting, um, but you can't look away and it's beautiful, you know? And it's and it's like, I don't mind that I get slammed to pieces by his hammer because, just good God, I've never seen anything like that before mm. and I never want to see it again. <laughs> mm. it's, it's, it's mad. I'll turn, a, I, I, every time I play it, I will go, oh, I haven't been over there. I'll just wander over there. I'll probably die. There'll be something that will jump out at me or whatever. Like I was playing with you at lunchtime today, a massive lobster. Came out of yeah. nowhere, fired a jet of water got at me killed from by... about a mile away. Hmm. I died instantly. You didn't even see it coming. No. Didn't even see it coming. Just laughed. Yeah. I was like, Haha, I guess I'll go a different way next time. And, and I then, do. And then you you also uh, crept behind a dragon. A massive dragon. And stole his secret wares. It seemed yeah. as though the game was saying, you have to fight this boss to get that key. And I knew I wanted that key. And I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll, I'm not ready to fight that dragon. I'll die. I'll sneak up behind the dragon, sneak into his little den, steal the key. And then and then run away as a coward. Yeah. And I did that and I succeeded. And you felt good about it. I yourself. felt pretty yeah. good. I didn't and, fight that job. I never will. <laughs> and then you went into a tunnel and yes. you got killed by a bunch of wizard men. Who were hiding in a cave. Who were wearing big stone... Multi-face like, masks. Like a kind of football mascot kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, they kind of look like L- big goofy mascots. They yeah. look like the Burger King. They did. They look like the Burger King. They look King. just yeah. like the Burger King. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but there were like seven of them hidden yeah. around in a pitch black cave. And, and you firing. died. I, I died. You really died. I died yeah. a hero's death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After sneaking a key out of a dragon's den, I died at the hands of 17 burglars. Burger Kings. Kings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like that was a good day. Yeah. I had a good time. And you got back up and you I'll did... probably never go to that cave again. Well, no, I probably will actually. Yeah. Because I want to yeah. kill those Burger Kings. You want to hundo this, this game, don't you? Well, hundo I never really hundo anything. But. The wild thing about this game is that, like, I can I can literally just choose a direction and go. Mm. I'm going this way today, and I will see something new. I will find something new. I will fight something new. I will die in a new You'll way. Probably die in a new before. way, yeah. Um, and I'll get a thing, and I'll take that thing somewhere else, and it'll open a door, and I'll see a new place. And I will. What's weird is that I can play the game like this. I can. I, I've never known a truly. This is the first. Honestly, I'm going to say something huge now. Wow. I'm gonna say okay. Okay. Huge. Okay. This is the first open world game ever. Truly, mm. this is the first truly open world because there are lots of there are lots of open world games out there, but they all have a route, they all have a path, they all have a linear, albeit multiple directions, but they all have directions you have to go in. Not this. You can do anything you ever want in any order ever, and you will fight, and you can play it without any gains, without any objectives. You just fucking play it for a bit and have fun. It's incredible. That's, that's quite. To, that's quite a. That's all I have to that's say. That's quite a, quite a recommendation. The first yeah. open world game ever made. Truly, I am. Really happy for you. Thank you. This feels like it's weird. I would like to play it. Well, you can't. I would like to play it. <laughs> I don't quite feel where I'm like, I don't want to buy a PS5. You can't. Just no, play not it, just to you know play what I mean. Yeah, no. That's fair. No. And I could potentially get it on PC. You could. But I, you can't do cross play at the moment. Like, no, it, true. It'd be really fun to team up on this wonderful adventure it together. It would be great. I'll be playing it for a while, though. So yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. maybe it would I'll be. just keep offering sage advice from the corners. It's been good advice yeah. you've given me. Yeah. Mm. No, it's all, I've mm. already been applying it. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I've got love. Yeah. I love secret hatches. And tunnels. Holy shit. Well, that applies to Elden Ring. So let me turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just putting it out there. Uh, there is certain magic, I think, to having a hatch, a doorway. Oh, God, yes. Uh, 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 maybe, a, maybe a bookcase swings open or something oh. in your house. 100%. Even though it is astonishingly impractical. Yep. Much less practical than just using the door. Oh, yeah. It is still wonderful. I could not agree more. Mm. I saw a, a TikTok the other day, and uh, it was a, a tour of around someone's house. We go into their kitchen. It looks like a cupboard underneath their counter. Pulls the cupboard open. Little staircase. Down you go. Uh, he had made the entrance to his basement a secret kitchen door. He had to squat an, into into a, a kitchen yeah. cupboard sized entrance. Down he goes. Little basement down there. Little oh, that's cool. little hidden den. And he, 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 I don't know, sealed up the other entrance to his basement, made it just access through the kitchen. Wild. I loved it. It was super impractical, but amazing. Well, we've been, uh, there is a YouTuber, mm -hmm. very popular old school YouTuber called Colin Furs. Indeed, I'm aware. Now, I do, I'm horrified because I do feel we've had this conversation before and I don't know if it was on the podcast or just in general We have life. had this conversation, but I don't think it was on the podcast. Sure. I think it was in a brewery. Uh, we were having a beer. Yes, so yes. All good. That's cool. Okay, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. So... He's an old school British YouTuber he from is. the early days of the, of the, of the platform. Yeah, he's been making shit for years. Yeah. Uh, he, he's he's a bit of a goon. Yeah. Bit of a bit of a lad. A bit goofy. Yeah. You know. But he to his credit, he's a maker. He can actually make it astonishing things. A lot of welding, a lot of engineering, a lot of electronics. He's made a jet engine. Yes. Like in his shed. Yes. Like that kind of I was like, "Oh, okay, so this guy oh, he just slaps a few things together." No, he actually kind of knows what he's 
talking about. Yeah. It's kind of wild, actually. It yeah. actually is, yeah. He built a jet engine, he put it on a bike. He made a drivable hot tub once where he mm. sealed the inside of a BMW, filled it with hot water, and then could drive it. But he was up to his chest in water, but he was driving it around. Amazing. I don't uh, even know how you do that. He's made like, uh, occasionally he gets, uh, as a movie tie-in, mm. he gets commissioned to make like, uh, he made Wolverine Claws. He did. Way back in the 2000s. I think uh, he made a Hulkbuster armour. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that actually moved as he well. Ma- for Spider-Mans, he made magnetic boots so he could <gasps> walk on the ceiling. Incredible. Uh, he made for Sekiro, a FromSoft game. Ah, he connections. Made, he made a trick arm. So he got, oh, he, that's he, right. As an axe like falls out like of the arm. spring-loaded axe that yeah, come out of his hat. Cool. That was very cool. Yeah. Uh, so he has for, it started during uh, the old COVID business, mm. but he decided to dig a tunnel under his house. That's right. Yes. Because a few years back, he made a bunker in his garden. Mm. Underneath so, his garden. Underneath his shed as well. So Yes, the shed is the access, isn't it? Yeah. yeah you go in the ha- shed, there's a hatch. hatch. You go down, and so it's like a proper steel-lined... Well, he made it into like his kind of cave. So yeah, he's got, he's got a, like his guitars and his drums down there. He's got a sofa. He's TV. got a big TV. Yeah. You know, and again, it's not just like a big hole in the ground. He's put in, again, lighting, a ventilation system, electricity. It looks like a proper room, except it's got metal walls and no windows. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's cool, you know, and... Um, and he's got a mate who is very clearly a Bazzy Pete, if there was ever one, you know, uh, who, who runs a JCB. Oh, know? right, yeah. So they'll just come and dig up the entire garden. Brilliant. So he's always had a bunker at the bottom of his garden. Yes. And he's like, what if I had a tunnel that went from, like, my garage, which is, like, his main workshop, yeah. to my bunker? So it goes down and then out into the garden. Heads down into the garden. Yeah. But then he was like... And also, what if it branched oh my God, and it branched went tunnel. into my house? Incredible. So it's not just it exits into the garage, but it also exits into yeah. the house main. So he's just finished it. He's been working on it for a few years. He's Good posted Lord. like sporadic videos. A few and years. it goes... But yeah, like, again, this is where I'm like, he's not a complete idiot. He acts like an idiot, but he actually knows yeah. what he's doing. Like, again... He brought this tunnel under his house. The house didn't collapse. Yeah, this is it. And it foundation. Came, came up under the foundations into the kitchen. Fuck. And again, it's like, you know, you're watching a thing and you just go like, this seems illegal. Yeah. This, like, how is he allowed to do this? Mm. Could, could, could I do this? Well, with if, the knowledge. In principle, if you own a house, I say own your house. Like if the bank, out, right. If a bank owns your house. I don't know. But like, if you're paying a mortgage... Yeah. Well, I guess my bank may have something to say in the matter. Yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? Because you, be, you might be endangering their investment. Their investment, yeah. But if you get planning permission and you own the house outright... Yeah. Because this is a very thing where technically, if you own a house in the UK, mm. it's a bit different in America. There's different legal rules. Okay. But like, don't you own all the land under your house going down to the planet core... <laughs> And all the air above your house going up to like you own the airspace as well. Yeah, do you? I thought is there something weird like that? Or but I mean, an airplane could fly over your house. I guess it could. Yeah, that's not really enforceable. No, no. Well, no. But I suppose I could fly a drone straight up. I suppose. Although maybe you can't, because then you can see into people's gardens. But it's like, don't you? Isn't it like technically everything below you? I'm pretty sure you owned everything below you. Yeah. Which would make sense for the digging part of things. Yeah, so then it wouldn't be an issue, would it? You could just go no, down. as long as you owned it. Yeah. Owned it, owned it. Because also, like, he must have gotten 
planning permission, which I know is a big deal over here. Like you've this got is to... the funny thing, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> would this add value to his house? Or would it have the opposite effect? Is because it unsellable? Like, who the fuck is going to buy this yeah. mental house that's got weird c- corridors underneath it and then a bunker? Mm. I mean, I'd buy it. I would, oh, God, yeah. I would fucking buy it. In a heartbeat, house, yeah. If I had infinite money. So he's got it where it's like... He's because he built it again to his credit so well. Yeah, the tunnel comes under the edge of the house. Incredible. Comes straight up into the pantry in the kitchen. Okay. So he 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 figured it out so that like in this little cupboard, he's built it now so that the bottom of the cupboard is a hatch. Incredible. And then there's a ladder going down, but he's leaving that open ended because he might want to put a lift in, <laughs> or a or a fireman's pole. Great. Yeah, fireman's which pole. Which is all cool. The way. Yeah. 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 So, and again, they've, you know, rebuilt all the damage. You know, they've tiled the pantry. It just looks fine now. Yeah, like you wouldn't know. Yeah. So he's like, now he's finished his tunnel. So you can now go from the kitchen to his garage okay. without ever leaving the, the house, essentially. The interior. Yeah. yeah. And the tunnel, it's all steel lined. Yeah. Reinforced with concrete. Braced. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got electricity down there. Uh, he's he's run a pipe from the boiler down there, so he said he can put central heating in if he wants later. He's leaving certain things open-ended because he said, we've still got to dig down to the, the bunker. Haven't done that yet. Oh, okay. And he said, I want to have it so you can drive a car. Oh, my God. Onto the driveway. Yeah. Lower the car. On a lift. On a lift. Down underground and you can walk out of the car and enter the house from under i mean that is so unnecessary but so fucking cool it's the thing like he, but this is what he does yes yeah, he makes yeah. unnecessary shit yeah because like we we grew up watching thunderbirds and we yes, grew up watching yes. like inspector gadget or whatever and it's like those gadgets were unnecessary you know the idea that the pool in thunderbirds slides away to allow thunderbird one to launch out or whatever like so unnecessary and yet what do we want? We want that. Yeah. 100% want and that. Quite. And, yeah. and, he, and he timed it because he said like, okay, now you may be thinking, is this tunnel not much less efficient than just walking out to the garage? Oh, fair point. And he timed yeah. it and it took 22 seconds to go down the tunnel, run along the tunnel <laughs> and then up the ladder at the other side. It takes six seconds to just go out the door and walk to the garage. There you go. So he's like, it is objectively much worse than yeah. just walking to the garage. But it's a tunnel. He's going to do it every time. Oh, my God. Like, I would do it every time. Again, like I know how many rooms I have in my house. I know like I have like a desk where I can work. I Essentially, I have everything I need. But if you told me there was a way where we could just bolt on a hidden room, oh which in many God. ways would be smaller, darker, objectively <laughs> worse, but it could be hidden behind a bookshelf. Yeah. My God. I remember yeah. when I was a butter lad. Butter lad. A butter lad, indeed. Yes, a very greasy boy. And uh, my parents were in the market for buying a second house. Yeah, they were doing well for themselves. Oh, wow, time. yeah. Up in the Yorkshire Dales. Um, and we did end up buying, or well, they did end up buying a second house in Yorkshire Dales, but they've subsequently sold it. But we were in the market, and we were going around visiting all these houses up there. And one of the houses had a bookshelf secret door. No. Yeah, that, that went into, it was like, it was quite a big house, and it had like a lounge, but then it had like, you know, there's like a snug? Those sorts of rooms where it's like a smaller yeah. lounge and it has like two armchairs and a fireplace in it. And it was like, it was almost like just for the the married couple to have the, as their own little space. It was yeah. kind of like that. So it was like off of the lounge. It was just a little little private room. 
And it was obviously just a normal door that connected those two together. But what the previous owners had done is install a bookcase with a with a fixed book in place that when you pulled the spine, oh it popped the latch and then you could go in. Oh and of course, because you didn't know that there was a room there, because it was that was the only way in was this one doorway, you could, and this is what was testament to the estate agent, right? They gave us the tour before they showed us that. So you thought you'd seen the whole house. And you didn't know there was another room because of the way the house was laid out. You, you you couldn't tell that there was a gap. You couldn't tell that there was a space there. And then she's like, and finally, I'd like to show you this. Clunk. In we go. Holy shit. Like, the pleas I made to my parents that this is the house they buy. And he was like, Nick, we cannot buy a whole house because of a bookshelf. And I was like, father, we can. <laughs> we can. Father, I hear what you're saying. But if you take a moment to look at this chart I've put together... <laughs> Uh, Nick, that chart just says bookshelf and then there's a green tick next to it and that's it. And then there's a picture of you with your thumb up. Yes, father, that's right. Please consider this as my official plea. <laughs> you, I see you've drawn a graph here and one axis just says time and the other says happiness. <laughs> and, and, and it's like your face. There's like several like uh, low low res like uh, JPEGs of your face. Yeah. Charting an upwards curve. Mm. Yeah. What's that about? I see you've drawn a chart and it's got two axes and the bottom axis is time and the left hand axis is great. And then the, and then in the middle is just one picture of your face and it's smiling. <laughs> and and uh, I don't understand this no. graph at yeah. all. <laughs> I don't like what I don't really know the metric I'm meant to be measuring this no. by. Yeah. Oh well, Dad, just turn just turn over. Oh okay, I'll just turn over the flip chart. You know. Whoo, Oh, there's a bookshelf there. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> and then it says at the bottom, what does this say? What does it say? Buy the house, you fucking dickhead. Oh, okay. I, I, your opinions are pretty clear. <laughs> wow, really, uh, really uh, just putting, putting it all behind that one, aren't you? Putting your Dad, I'm not going to hide my feelings here. Like, I feel very strongly about this. Dad, I feel our, our relationship has reached an impasse. Yeah. Uh, Dad, I showed you my deck and, uh, and you commented on the sleeves. And I let that slide. But today we're buying the house. We're buying a house with the bookshelf, Dad. <laughs> Today, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Give me the money. <laughs> oh, but they didn't buy it. No, no. they bought a much more boring house. Actually, yeah. I guess Just a house. I, I guess like there, there are certain. There's a certain worldview I would say if you're gonna have like a hidden room, it should be like a panic room. Yes, it should be like a safety room. I guess. But I'd be like, no. I want to use it though. I want to put my Gundams in that room. I you want know. to put my Gundams. In. Yeah. I've seen on TikTok a chap who built a uh, a bookshelf door, <gasps> and behind the door is his D and D room. So it's got his gaming table. The whole walls are all decorated with like fantasy shit, you know. And then he, and then when his mates play his weekly game, they get to go through a secret fucking bookshelf door. That's genius. That's how you do it. That's the room you put behind the door. You put your gaming room behind the door. You put a room that yeah. you use all the time. I guess the problem is I'd be like, oh, this is why I hate that I'm a practical person. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'd love it and I want it so much. But I'd, be, I'd also be thinking like, if I have that space, I wouldn't want to hide it away. No, you know? true. Oh, You've got to have a room that is is only accessible through one doorway. Mm. And that you can make look as though uh, there's no more rooms in your house. Yeah, it has to not be obvious from the exterior yeah. Of your house, or even the full navigation of the interior, that there is a space you can't access, that there's yeah. a space you're skirting around. That's tough. That and and it revolves around the idea of your house being a certain layout for it to mm. work, and it worked in this house that we walked around. I can I can still picture it super clearly because I was just like it it we have to get this house, which we didn't get. Um, <laughs> 
But like my house, the only room I can think to do it in would be the spare room, which is at the end of the landing. And I could mm. put a, I could put a bookshelf door there. And for the second, you might think, oh, that's the end of the landing. There's just a bookshelf there. But you'd probably be like, that's a weird place for a bookshelf. Is that a secret door, Nick? I know you, Nick. Is that a secret door? <laughs> and it is. That's, I mean, and even then, it would just be the guest room. I wouldn't get to use yeah. it. The guests would get to use it. That's not fair. I'm torn now. Unless you've got like a big sprawling kind of mansion. I know. It's not going to happen, is but it? But this room we're in right now, your podcast. Yeah. Room, this is your spare room, essentially. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's like, what if you did it for this? But again, it, it has an exterior window. It does so have an that, exterior window. That would window. be a bit of a giveaway. And, so does my spare and my, room house well. is, my house is essentially a cube. Yes. Well, so is mine. Really. I think it would be quite noticeable to somebody to go like, mm. yeah, "There's, you're just missing a quarter." <laughs> Where hmm. now? I have to say, behind you, there is a, a built-in cupboard. There is a cupboard, there. which I think a year or two ago, during like the first lockdown or whatever, I in a heat wave, I kind of painted and refurbished. Mm. You know, I remember a lot of sweat because oh uh, it was so hot that's why it smells when I sit here yeah ah, that'll be it yeah. yeah and a lot of a lot of paint mm. but I do remember there was a moment where I just about finished kind of putting it all together and I sat inside it oh nice because I've put some fitted shelves in that cupboard indeed and it's kind of tiny it's not a big cupboard by no. any means but you can sit in it but it was at a point where I was like you could fit one chair and one adult in that cupboard. And one small TV? Mm, well, mm. indeed. You know, mm. it would be tight, but it would be a perfectly contained, safe... But it would be John's tight little space. And again, <laughs> even though it's small, it's kind of bad. <laughs> There's a security to it where you're like... I'll take it. This is... The world doesn't know about this. Yeah. This, this is my space. This is my little space. This is my time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, agreed. The thing is, if we want this, we're going to have to go down. It has to be. It has to be a basement. That has to be the only. But also, I've paid off maybe 06 percent of my mortgage, <laughs> maybe less. And that, I mean, zero point six percent. That's possibly floor. Just break it down by. That's what like. Oh uh, sure, okay. Let's see it this maybe way. Maybe like a foot square, like a square. So that's how much I can go down. A square foot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you're willing to work within a very narrow parameter, I'm willing. That's yours. That's Nick's space. That's Nick's. That's little, yours. Nick's yeah. little vertical coffin that I can make. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. But at least it would be yours. It would be fully mine. Yeah, with a little hatch on top for me to slaunch myself into. Ah, oh, delightful. Anyhow, mm. so we've reached that magical point in the day. Yes. Where we have to have a meaningless arbitrary vote on uh, what won, love or hate. We have to decide on on a metric by which to to govern this decision. Yes. To, uh, to which kind we of, never have. To really just the show is nothing, if not rigorous and thorough this is a science mm. project we, we are mm. gradually assessing which wins overall yeah level hate um, um oh, mm. i think i know i can say it if you want Things i think i know as well an yeah. audio media yeah, yeah. I probably, probably should i think love i think love yeah well yeah. there you go oh, See, okay. when chris yeah, is yeah, here yeah, this yeah, is what happens fine. yeah it? it's yeah, a lot yeah, more positive that was yeah. easy yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. i hate the things I hate. Oh, for sure. And I agree with your hate. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to revel in it. No. I want to. I want to rise above it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to roll around in it and coat my body in it. I d- that's not what I want. No, you don't want to. You don't want to kind of like trip and fall on a a busy pedestrian street in our hometown. No. And really just smear the hate right down your nice clothing. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to rub a hate coil all over. No, my, no. All over my. 
my ass. You don't want to like kind of step and slip and have a bit of hate kind of stuck to the edge of your shoe for the no. rest of the day. No. You know what? I don't want to take a bite of what should be a delicious potato snack and for a sharp bit of hate to just stick into the roof. Of no, my mouth. no, I don't no. Want that either. No, that's quite. No, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to, but to love. Mm. Now that, to really love. To, to, and is that possible? No. Well, indeed. I mean, when it comes to a video game and a love of hatches and corridors. Well, maybe it is, you know? <laughs> maybe that's true love all along. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, before we, we, we segue into a wonderful kind of just, just outro, yeah. we should say, and I, I'm going to get the business shit out of the Put way. Put your business hat on. I'm going to say, if you're enjoying the show, mm. and uh, it's nearly know, over, so. our uh, over 100 episodes of high-quality content that's never really dipped or wavered. No, this level or lower. From, I mean, but, higher. Fuck. From, <laughs> we set a low bar and... <laughs> By God, we've reached it. That's the beauty of saying hello, yeah. Bob. But if you enjoy the show, reached it. But if you enjoy the show, uh, there's a couple of things you can do to support us. Uh, you can leave us a review on the increasingly obsolete uh, Apple Podcasts, which would be amazing. It'll die soon. Yeah, like it's really just it's just a sinking ship. But, just hang it on. But we would love it if you could log on. That was Spotify. You can now leave reviews on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, your review would be a drop in the ocean, to be honest. But, <laughs> but. It because would, of how many positive reviews we because, have. Of yeah, course, yeah. yeah. And because there aren't that many podcasts out there. There's not very many. But no. it would be a very valued review. We we would very much enjoy it. Like a rating and a review does would really help the show. Uh, and also, if, you, if you're interested, we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com forward slash Big Punch Studios. You can get bonus episodes. You can get comics. You can get discount codes to all the cool shit we do. And know that you're supporting us. And know that you're supporting the show. Yeah. Uh, and definitely not Chris Ray. <laughs> oh, De- there's a third thing you can do as well. Oh. Yeah, uh, don't start your own podcast. No, no. <laughs> we don't need any more My God, there are too many. There's loads. We're dying out here. Yeah, yeah. so if, if you listen to this and you're inspired to start your own, don't. Just don't. Just don't, just just don't, put, don't yeah. Put the mic down. There was a sweet spot beque- between kind of like 2011 and like 2014. Mm. We missed that window. 100%. And we, have, and we feel the pain of that every <laughs> single day. Like... You're only making it worse. Really. We've had many people ask, "Why are you still doing this?" And yeah. I don't have an answer to that question. I yeah. don't. I don't have. It's a really hard to. It's really hard to say to people when they see you just kind of like <laughs> banging your head against a wall for so long with so little return. <laughs> they might ask you, "Why keep doing it?" Yeah, and I and I can't answer them. No, no. Einstein said, I think, that the definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, and that's what I feel this is. <laughs> <laughs>